Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Matthew. There's no Ben at the moment, but don't worry, he is in this episode. And welcome to a very exciting... <laughs> it's it's brand... This is brand new, isn't it? We're, we're, yes. we're, it's the launch of a brand new format, because the thing about us is we don't have enough formats. Not enough formats, not enough formats with extremely weird, unyielding <laughs> names that are really hard to get right. Um, Give anyway, it a go, Tom. I believe in you. Come on. Beef Brother... So it is... Puppies, flat share, beef brothers, cold cut, sausage links. <laughs> you got it. You nailed it, man. Congratulations. That's exactly what it is. So basically, we, we didn't do a flat share slam down over Zoom this month. We decided to do this as something a little bit fun and different. Um, it is basically like beef brothers, cold cuts, except with a series of guests in a linking fashion. Who all solve each other's beefs? It's a, it's a, it's like a rolling uh, tag team chat show, um, and good. we the format evolves as as you listen to the episode because we we get it wrong several times, and in the end, I think we work out what the format should be. So, uh, yeah. welcome to the process. You're a part of it, listener dear. Welcome, uh, guinea pigs. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, we. You'll you'll notice that very very early on. Well, I tell you, we'll, we'll let you hear it. Let's just, you can hear the episode. You'll, you'll understand what it is. We'll tell you about the fuck-ups if you haven't clocked them already after this. Enjoy Pappy's Flat Share Beef Brothers Cold Cuts Sausage Link. Here we go. Well, if you got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, maybe we can help you. Beef Brothers sorting out your beef. Sausage Link. <laughs> Whoa, baby, baby, Hello, baby. everybody. Hey, Tom. I can hear you, man, but I can't see you. Yes. Bow, 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 nice nice bow, to see you. Bow. Nice to see you, Can buddy. I just How's ask you a question? Yeah, it's good. Are you wearing a waistcoat and T-shirt combo? <laughs> I'm wearing a waistcoat and T-shirt, buddy. <laughs> Why? <laughs> why? why? <laughs> I know you've moved to. Uh, I know you've moved to Exeter, but you know you don't have to adopt the national garb quite so, sort of the local garb quite so so soon. It's a Sunday night. It is a Sunday you've night. Got to yes, get your, got you get your glad rags on. Is this your Sunday best? It's the brand. New, it's a first ever live event. I thought you know waistcoat. You've got to go for it, I suppose. See? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I really, I really feel like I'm hugely underdressed now. You've got the waistcoat on on on, on Parry. You've got the gorgeous yep. kimono, as and always, the, and the and the sunnies. You look great. Thanks, oh, man. man. I feel so, great. Did you not get the memo, Crosby? Sunday night, put your glad rags on. These are my glad. Unfortunately, here's the thing. This is what I consider glad rags. This is Those my newest sad rags, jumper. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> my newest jumper. Anyway, um, welcome everybody jumper. watching uh, watching at home. Can so, I ask quickly? You can ask whatever you like, of course. What's the makeup on the jumper? Any cashmere in there? Any merino wool? 
No, I don't think so. I think it's. Ju- I, can, I, I can tell you if you want to find I mean, out. Would it, I can... would it make for a flying start to the evening? No, I don't think so. But you know. <laughs> okay, well, in that case, no, no, I mean, no. he, that, he's got one arm out now. You can't, you can't stop all, him halfway through. I'm almost. I'm almost there. Hang on a sec. I, I mean, it says Top Shop. Does that give okay. you a clue? Does that give you a clue <laughs> okay, of where it's from? Okay, okay. There we go. I think actually I was going for the wrong place. I think it'll probably be in the side here, won't it? No, I can't find it. I'm sorry, Don't Tom. Don't go I'm back. Sorry. I'm Never sorry. go back to a lit firework, my friend. I'm still here. I'm sitting on top of it. Certainly <laughs> um, not with that blend in your jumper. No, no, absolutely. You'll go up I'll, like a well, like an, a another torch. firework. Like yeah. Another <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, welcome uh, to everybody uh, watching at home. This is the first ever Pappy's Flat Share Beef <laughs> Brothers Cold Cuts Sausage Link. Finally, we found our best title. Yeah, it's good. It I mean, took a lot of shit titles to get to it, but we finally cracked this title malarkey. Basically, it's just adding on. It's like, you know, we, we approach titles like most people approach Meccano. Just adding, bolting on new bits to it until you're happy with what you've got. We're like the Fast and the Furious franchise. Yes, exactly. They really came into their own when they thought, let's stick the words Tokyo Drift onto one of our titles. That's what we're doing here. This is it. Yeah, this is where this is where the franchise is going to finally is going to finally take off, and the and you know and the numbers watching at home reflect that. Um, so welcome, <laughs> welcome everybody. Thank you so much for spending your Sunday night with us. Here's how it's going to work. If you've listened to the Beef Brothers podcast before, you'll yeah. know that we solve. Or you, uh, this is more for I mean, Tom I Ben than for anyone else. You've not <laughs> not no. a fan, not your thing, is it? Not into podcasts, mate. Got a life. No, no fair enough. Not a, not a, not a sad Got a life. Look at you and your T-shirt and, <laughs> and your waistcoat. Yes, does this man, does this look like a man who listens to podcasts? Or does yes. it look like a yes, man? Yes, it really does, animals. actually. More so than usual, you look like a man who listens to podcasts. Um, so it's anyway, we solve this. plays a banjo. It's one of the two. Yeah, you, you have got something go. about, is that what you're going for? Or was it too tight? Yeah, it was too tight. When was the last time? You, <laughs> when was the last time you wore it? Two years ago, standing up. I was standing up. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you wore it sitting down? Three years yeah. ago. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, I've never worn it sitting down before. I haven't really. I, I wore it for a um, like a Peaky Blinders fancy dress costume. Right. Okay. So I got I got it because I thought it's it'd be it, you know it's good for a Peaky Blinders outfit, but for. Uh, for normal wear, it's it's not really up my alley, put it that way. No, until no. it's crushing your ribs. Until sausage links, <laughs> but it is very it is very restrictive. I will yeah, say. Yeah, well, I tell you what, we don't want you blacking out during the the show, so just keep it keep it loose. You know, keep keep it Clarky style. Keep it nice and loose. That's it, man. So here we go. I was just trying to explain the format. It's very, very oh, simple. Oh, yes. I would like to hear this, actually. Yeah, yeah. This, again, this is for you guys. This important. is for you guys. Yeah. The way it's going to work is um, we are going to bring on a variety of guests to solve... Oh, I don't know about that. All right, okay, well, listen, it's, it's too late for this now. The format's <laughs> okay, okay, locked okay. in place. They're going to solve not only the, the beefs that the listeners have sent in, and thank you to everybody who sent beefs in. Hopefully yours will be on the show tonight, uh, but also beefs from each other in a linking chain. So... Um, should we just get cracking? Should we bring our yeah. first? Should we bring Let's our first it, guest man. out? Um, well, Parry, would you like to do the introductions, please? Yes, I mean the first of our guests. Oh, there we go! Thank God. <laughs> I was, I was going to be taking a punt. Uh, I had a one in six chance of getting it right, but now I can say wholeheartedly and with complete confidence, our first guest is Mr. Ed Gamble. Everybody, Ed, Ed Gamble, Gamble is here. Oh, 
Yeah. Yo. Yes. No, we're talking up? glad rags. Glad I rags. Ran, I ran downstairs and grabbed my glad rags as quickly as I could Amazing. when I saw everyone had glad rags on. And that's what I, this is what I've gone for. Have you got a belt over your... It's all part of the style, actually. Oh, it's I all, see. It's if I want to wrap up uh, or it's, it's, I think it's a sex jacket. Yeah. It's a sex <laughs> jacket. It's a fair. It's a I didn't furry. It properly when I bought it. You are it. a furry, it's, aren't you? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a furry. Uh, I bought this at the beginning of the first lockdown. Uh, I spent far too much money on it. Um, I've not been able to wear it because of the lockdowns. And then also, when this is all over, I'm not going to wear it because it's too flamboyant for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a different confidence in lockdown purchases, isn't there? Like yeah, when you go sure. to the first kind of events out of lockdown, everyone's sheepishly wearing... I bought like bright yellow trainers and it was only during the first kind of outing that I was like, I don't feel... This, isn't, this is too much for me. I feel uncomfortable here. I mean, if you can't pull off bright yellow trainers, who can? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, exactly. But it's it's too much downstairs. Like, up top, it's okay. Can I ask you to pull off that waistcoat, please? <laughs> sadly, <laughs> sadly, it's no... Tra- I'm trapped in it, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Not without taking off both his arms as well. <laughs> What's um, going on with the jacket below the screen, Ed? Is it, is well, it, I'll show you, but I am also wearing pyjama trousers, so I don't really want to kill the glad rags vibe. Yeah. Um, as long as you don't I'm flop gonna, out, you're okay. It's sort of... You can, I mean, you can see it's, oh, yeah. it's very soft. We've got more of the sex straps on here. Yeah. Is, it, is it kind of a, 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 a fleecy finish? It's very, very soft. It's like fur. Right. It is quite like sexy. Yeah, it's pretty sexy. Pretty sexy jacket. So, and can wear you it. just do? The, can you do the? Uh, <laughs> well, Clarky, will eBay it off you. Yeah, I think it would suit. It would suit Clarky actually. Because this is Clarky's. Right. One of Clarky's, I'll send you a message, Clarky. One of Clarky's resolutions, uh, you know out of lockdown is to, is to dress more not flamboyantly necessarily you, what, what was the what was the phrase you used when you talk about the way you wanted to, you wanted to dress like a baby more like a baby that's right yeah 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 so actually if that's a onesie then he's he's all about it no it's not a onesie and I, this is not if you want to dress more like a baby this isn't this isn't the thing no that's it there's a, there's not a lot of straps and buckles on on baby's clothing no. as i understand it Crucially, what Clark was getting to was he wants baby. to wear a nappy. That that was the long and short of it. <laughs> no, Tom, it's not that I want to. <laughs> it's just the age. Okay. Um, so obviously, uh, you're the first guest on. Thanks very much for being the inaugural guest. On Welcome. Puppies Thank Flat. you very much for putting me on. First, I've got a roast chicken in the oven. Of course, oh, of course. Wonderful. Um, so. Clark, you're excited by the idea of a roast chicken. Yeah, I'm very excited by that. <laughs> Take so, off the jacket to eat the roast chicken, though, Ed, because that'll knock oh the God, yeah. you, baby. Sweats. So. I'll the do sweats. what I normally do when I eat a roast chicken. I'm taking all my clothes off. <laughs> Greasing why yourself it, up. Why is everything you do a sex thing? <laughs> just lockdown, isn't it? <laughs> I've just become a sex man. <laughs> <laughs> Please welcome sex man, Ed Gamble. <laughs> my man, new show, my man. new tour show is me walking on stage with two chicken legs in the air, completely butt naked. <laughs> <laughs> but where's Good the sex. breast? <laughs> Top my so, ass, that was a joke. Uh, okay. <laughs> you've, got, you've, got, you've got a chicken breast up your ass? Yeah, well, that's, that's the, the act. Don't give the ending of the show away. Oh, that's sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it would be it would be much more fitting if you had a, an egg. Oh, oh yeah. Like well, you know, it's still a work in progress. I've not done any previews yet. <laughs> this is why Clarky gets the directing gig. Ed. This is why Clarky gets the directing gig. Clarky can invoice you for quid. that. <laughs> five hundred quid, you'd have an egg up your ass, mate. That's the fifth star, right there. That's the fifth star. It the really encore is, is me laying an egg. Lay I, I mean, the fifth star. I tell you what, <laughs> this would be the encore. You lay an egg, and then for all the XFM fans, Crosby hatches out of it. <laughs> yeah, oh, there you go. 
I reckon our size is so different that I could I could lay Crosby out of my ass. <laughs> wait, so what, wait, am I? Well, I'm not doing the first half up your ass. I'll come in. No, I'll, you. I'll, no, you. I'll, I'll get in no, during the I'm interval. Doing, I'm not doing an interval. You're not doing I've an interval. Got a, I've got what? a support act, so no, you've got to be up my ass for an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah, doing yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, I got the job in the first place. Anyway, <laughs> and actually, there's no room in the car, so you're gonna have to do it at the start yeah. of the journey, I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah. Because the support act, the tour manager, and me, unfortunately, you yeah. have to, you will have to stow away. <laughs> we'll let you out the, the services so for a sandwich. Well, we won't let you out. I'll pop one up there. Yeah, of course, of course. It's coming your way. Yeah, you, you just slide <laughs> a ginsters up your ass. That'll be fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll nibble away. Actually, probably not a ginster because I don't want to put on too much. That's the thing. If I put on too much weight during the tour, it's going to be hard on both of us, really, isn't yeah. it? Well, it'll just look like I have, really. <laughs> exactly. You won't come Campbell's out. Campbell's back. <laughs> 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 right, right. So let's. We've got to get. To, I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember this format here. We talked about. So this the, bold new format. The idea is obviously, as you're the first guest, uh, you're going to have to solve one of our beefs. And I think I believe Tom has a beef he'd like you to solve before we crack on with the listeners' beef. Simple beef. Uh, my wife and I have different opinions on what constitutes a whitewash. She caught me the other day slinging in some pale yellows, right. some pinks. And also some kind of pale blue towels. Right. She was like, what the hell are you doing? This is a whitewash. And I was like, yeah, but white is like, it's kind of a, you know, it's a steer. You say white is a genre. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was going to go for. White is like a genre, isn't it? Yeah, there, certainly there, there isn't comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Would I lie to you? Um, so there, there are only like so many... You're not you're not talking whites when you talk about a whitewash. That's my argument. But I, I and then I realised I don't really know if that's right or not. You know that's not right. Sure. <laughs> Surely, it's called a whitewash for a reason. And you were saying you don't know whether white is white anymore. So you're putting in pink. The reason there's a separate whitewash is because white stains easily. So you can't throw in other colours. You can't pop pinks and pale yellows in there. But those pinks are fast, man. Like, you know, I'm talking about, like, shouldn't it be... I think there should be, like, a fast wash and a loose wash rather than... Loose wash? You know what I mean? What's what you have in the I have no idea what you mean. What's going on? All the sunglasses have come up. Hello. (laughs) That's when you know you've made an interesting point. (laughs) Finally, the podcast started. Um, So, like, you know, if you've got, like, an an old pale blue T-shirt that has been through, you know, 10 years of washes... That's not that's not doing anything to the whitewash, is it? I just don't think you can take those sorts of risks. I think if you've got the... Do you not have enough white clothes to justify a full load? Is this what you're saying? I've got one white T-shirt. Right, I'm not talking about you. I mean, as a household. <laughs> oh, right, as a household. No, there's a lot of white clothes going on. <laughs> yeah, so you don't need to be adding pale blues and yellows to the situation, Tom. But what about splashes of colour as well? Like, the baby's got lots of... Like, here's a, here's a, red, here's a little bit of red stripe... He gets her to sleep, okay. <laughs> like, stop spinning over your trousers. It puts her in the life. island mood. It's nice. <laughs> um, you know, so, you know, there's, there's stripes, there's spots. Where do you draw the line? You know. Well, they go in, a, they go in, a, in the colours wash, right? Surely. Wait, I'll tell you what, shall I tell you what we do here? Here we well, go. I'd love that. We do a white wash. Yeah, we do. Uh, we do a very like colourful wash, and we do like a pale colour wash as well. Interesting. Right. There we go. I, that's what I was wondering. Three loads. Is there loads. a, is there a, a three, pale colour wash? A third kind. Yeah, yeah. We do. Yeah. Three loads was going to be our sketch 
Groot Noem, isn't it? <laughs> but people Three get complete in the title. White. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three White Loads is a really bad name for a sketch team. <laughs> we were attracting the wrong kind of crowd. The pale um, White Load. We were Please playing. welcome the Pale White Load. <laughs> I was forced to lay an egg at the end of every gig. Um, but I would think, as a, as, a, as a metal fan, are you not also doing a dark wash? Oh, okay. So yeah, no, you're probably right. So we're doing. I tell you, here's what we're exactly what we're doing. Can you tell I'm not really across this? We do a dark wash. <laughs> we do like a, a colours wash. wash, a colours wash of like all the bright colours and some of the pale colours in there as well. Uh, and then we do a white wash because I've got a lot of white t-shirts and stuff. This looks like too many washes. Yeah, here we How go. How big's your washing like- basket? We got we've we've got uh, we've got two little washing baskets. One for darks, one for colours and whites. But then we sort those separately. Uh, we're washing all the t- all the time. Yeah, this is too much. Look at this; it's taking over your life. There's always stuff drying. There's always stuff in the wash. It's constant. There's and always stuff to take, put away. It just doesn't even have a baby. Too Harry, as a baby, as, as a baby daddy, as a you baby. are going to have yeah. As a baby, as a baby, as a baby who has a baby, look. you are going to be <laughs> constantly washing. That's just it. That's just the, that's just the style. There's never not. So, something- but that's what I mean. Is if you're going to be constantly washing, isn't it time to get a bit laissez-faire? <laughs> In it goes, <laughs> off you go. Just make it all grey, basically. Yeah, let's just have it all grey. I think probably te- technically you could get away with it. So in a way you're right, but in also in another more real way, your wife is right. I, I just like, I mean, like, I don't want to spend all night on this, but I, all I'm going <laughs> to say is that whole red sock in the wash we're all wearing pink shit is like it was made for an advert or a story. It's a myth. I don't think it's it not ever made. happens. It's not it happens in Paddington too. Exactly. Here it we happens go. in Friends. Exactly. Documentary, the gritty documentary about New York life. I've I've definitely See. had whites go go off color because uh, uh, something colored has slipped into the white load. Whites go off was the name of my uh, rap album. <laughs> <laughs> I Harry, that, actually. So basically, white load. <laughs> so B- beef solved was saying three wash three loads. That's the answer. Three or four loads, yeah. The thing is, here's the problem with, 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 with Ed trying to solve one of your beefs, Parry, is you won't accept it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want, what you, the only way you would have been happy is if, is if Ed had gone, well, Tom, yeah. you're right, James Correct. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, no, look, I think the compromise is four, I'm going to, three loads. I'm happy with three loads. I'm not going <laughs> okay. anymore. I think four loads is insane. But I think well, I'm, are I'm you prepared. worried about the the pale colours getting more colourful though? Does that happen? Right, Surely, yeah. No, no, no. So like, I, I, I'm, I'm going to sure. have a whitewash, a colour wash, and then in the middle, I'm having this palely, this kind of this. It's halfway you know, house. Great, the grey area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where all the clothes come out grey. <laughs> Okay, Emma's, Emma's pushed us go, forwards like, yeah. because she knows we're running out of time. That is a very, that's a very good format point that Emma can just at any point, even if even if someone just read out the beef, <laughs> beef solved. solved. Okay, let's do the first listener beef. Ed, have you got it right there? Yes, I've got it right here, ready to read. Ready to read. Ready to read. Um, here we go. Uh, this is a vegetable beef from Rob. Mm-hmm. Um, hi, pappies and pappies beef buddies. My partner Heather and I met almost exactly a year ago in the Zoom audience of an online comedy chat show. I think it's the first time I've ever heard about that happening. Yeah, wow. I, had pa- I remember this guy. I had paid £100 to join and ask Ed Gamble a question. Wowee. Pretty mind-blowing. At the time, yeah. I thought he was wasting his money, but it turns out he's 
he's met a woman because of it. Yeah, amazing. Um, he's paid a hundred pounds to meet a woman. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done and it. you facilitated that. <laughs> That's why I got this jacket. Yeah. Um, the question I asked was, "Do you know my brother's girlfriend?" And the answer given by Gamble was yes. Can't remember who it was. We now live together in Leicester, me and Heather, not me and Ed Gamble, and presumably not you and your brother's girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, my beef is as follows. When chopping vegetables or salad, I often like to hold the item in one hand and chop it with the other straight into the bowl or pan. What? When, uh, so presumably like... In the air? Yeah, in the holding it in the air. So no, no, no. no courgette no, no. and then sort of fruit ninja it. Great. Um, <laughs> When Heather sees me doing this, she often says that I should use a chopping board because she's worried that I'll cut myself. That suggests she used to say it every time and now she's sort of given up. <laughs> I don't think that chopping boards are particularly hygienic and the knife I use is not excessively sharp, so I, so I prefer to stick to my system. I will use a chopping board for larger items such as potatoes, which are the wrong shape for the holding in the air system. <laughs> Early on when we moved in together and I was using a new knife, I ended up with a few small cuts. Now that I have have attuned myself to the knife, I believe I have perfected the system. The things that I'm chopping are normally just for me because Heather is not as much of a vegetable fan as I am. Uh, Please could you help with this beef? Should I start using a chopping board or should Heather accept that I'm not going to chop off my fingers? Cheers, everyone. Bye. Rob. Now, now is he suggesting that he's sort of... Like, is he just suggesting like he's holding a carrot like that and just kind of going? Thwut, 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 I think that's exactly it. what he's suggesting. Until yeah. it's going. Or, I think or yeah. like, cause, cause I that's the other thing. Is this going on? Yeah, you could. Oh, yeah. you, could, you could hold it and sort of just chop through, but you're still chopping through to your flesh on the other yes. side, aren't you? And I know he's saying it's not particularly sharp. Firstly, get sharp knives. That's, that makes it more dangerous. I would yes, have been more on board I, with the system if you had a sharp knife. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a, I'm a big believer in sharp knives, but not in not in this circumstance. No, no. I think the man's I think, a loon. I think waving around a blunt instrument is just is a is a problem. Well, he's not blindfold. He's not doing like a fucking. He's not Jedi mind gaming himself. He's we don't like, know this. <laughs> but it sounds like that, credit. doesn't it? He's not going like pal mal. He's not windmilling, is he? He's got like he's just like he's here like this. But, 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 but you know, but, you know, he's doing it with some flair. You know, as as Heather like nags him about it, he's going like, "No, I'll be fine." Look, cha 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 cha. He's trying to do it in a cool way. It's so da- it's so dangerous. I think initially, what he probably started with was the throwing it up into the air and just going, wah, 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 yeah. hoping it would. Yeah, hoping it would all. Can I shock you? The- that kind of thing only happens in films and cartoons. Okay? Like the Red Sox. <laughs> Doc Tanyon is the only time that has ever happened. I, mean, I had an injury recently, a cooking injury. Go on. Um, so I'm very sensitive to this. I did. I was. Matty knows this because, of course, any vague anecdote I have, I immediately uh, tell it on our radio show because I have very little going on in my life. So I used a mandolin. Do you know a mandolin? Those. Hey, I did this. Yeah. Right, so I was I was doing potatoes for so potato dauphin was um, slipped. Ooh, right, I had the guard on, but it slipped. That flew out my hand, and then the my thumb went under. And Fuck. you can't can you you can't quite work it out. It's still like yeah. you can see that it's a little Ooh, bit raised there. Yeah. I had to go to A and E. I had eight stitches in my thumb oh because of that. Oh my god! And that was using a mandolin, which is a recognised piece of cooking equipment and a recognised style. I certainly wasn't riffing with the mandolin and doing it in the air, so I, I think he needs to be careful. Um, I'm done with mandolins now. I've yeah, I threw mine my, in the bin straight yeah. after. It's covered in blood. I yeah. did. I did the my my knuckle there. Oh, and it was just like it was just the just. 
just took the the top off it. It's like you two are the worst. That you're the worst people to be giving advice here. Yeah. I think. No, it's saying don't make the mistakes we made. Of this guy, you two this are like this guy of... because you two are incompetent in the kitchen. It's this guy. <laughs> this guy. You've got like a massive slice. You went to A and E for stitches. This guy, two small nicks with his new knife, and now he's back in the game, saving on washing up, bish bash bosh, saving the planet, cooking his carrots. I'm all for him. I don't. I mean, I don't, it's, I don't. It's hard to argue with in these circumstances, but I'm genuinely scared for his. The his old fears. Mandarin twins here. You can't how, listen to how him. How is he saying it's way? Mandarin? Tom, do you think I was chopping twins. potatoes with a Mandarin? <laughs> you hurt your thumb on an orange. <laughs> What's wrong with you? How, I can't get my head round it. Tom, Tom, how is he saving the planet? Because every time you use a chopping board, where's that going? In the dishwasher? In the sink, not in the dishwasher. You don't want to insane. Depends what sort of chopping board it is. It was plastic. Uh, thank, plastic. thank you, Ed Campbell. Which, case, in which, case, all, my which is more right, hygienic right. than the wooden ones. Yes, I wouldn't use a wooden one, really. But they say Marky. to use a wooden one for the knives. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. also, I heard that wood, wooden ones have like a, like a natural anaesthetic. In, in Where did you hear anaesthetic? that? In the playground. It's not anaesthetic. <laughs> I wouldn't have had to go to A and E if they're yeah. an anaesthetic. Yeah. What it does so is you put the carrot on the chopping board. The carrot goes to sleep, and then you can do what you want to it. That's only worse than I. I didn't yeah, mean it yeah. Like that. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, um, anyway, yeah. You're saving on hot water, all that kind of stuff. What about if you were to up? use a, the plate he's going to eat off? How's that? No, it's hor- horrible sound, isn't it? Chopping onto a plate. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. do that. F- fair yeah. enough. The thing is, like, I can imagine you doing this, Parry. Yeah, I think I... I can imagine I, I, you I doing it, chop, chopping your thumb off, spraying it all over your white T-shirt and tossing it in with the colours one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... If it does... If it is covered in blood, is it a coloured T-shirt or a white one? Good question. That's for another beef. That's, yeah. Um, <laughs> the T-shirt's so, not on trial. Is, this feels like a 50-50 vote, right? Does it feel like we're either saying, plough on, good man, or chopping boards... Yeah. Use your brain. Well, by, by, I don't think by, responsibly you can say plough on, good man, because then the next beef is going to be uh, Heather has to do everything for me because I've chopped all my fingers off. Can we also just look back at the maths of a 50-50 vote? Three of us said it's a bad idea. <laughs> Tom said it's a good idea. Therefore, 50-50. What I'm saying is, like, to solve this beef, everyone oh, we need to give to, one opinion. We need to, yeah, okay. Plough on, to. good man, or use chopping boards, for God's sake. I don't think there's, like, a third... It doesn't feel like there's a third option. Oh, oh no. I was going to say scissors, but that's... that's <laughs> no, know. far worse. I think plastic okay. chopping board, though, is the other option, because Heather's worried that the chopping board is not hygienic, right? And I think the most hygienic chopping board to use is the plastic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so it's a pla- so it's a plastic chopping board. I mean, I don't know. The, the the thing is, if we say plow on, good man, there's gonna come a time when he picks up a slightly too sharp knife, or he gets new knives, and he lops his thumb off, and it goes in the casserole. And I don't. Want Accidents that happen. Our- Can I shock you, Matthew? Accidents happen on chopping boards daily. Mm. That's true. Daily. That's true. Chopping but they, boards aren't the bastion of, of safety. No, but there are more unsafe things to be doing, particularly with knives. I, yeah. If you find out where do more accidents happen on the fingers with the knife, on a chopping board or in the air? I bet <laughs> statistically, you know, it's like when people more people die fishing than skiing. You know, like for yeah, example, you're gonna go, but but it's because yeah. there, there'll be so few people <laughs> chopping in the air. Okay. Chopping in the air is not something that people do. <laughs> but I, I think Parry's kind of right there. 
You've I got mean, to look at the numbers. But we want, a proportion, numbers, we, want, we want a proportion rather than a final number, don't we? I've actually <laughs> never heard of anyone injuring themselves by chopping something in the air. Yeah, me neither. Absolutely. And yet the chopping boards did stats. They All don't the time. lie. Yeah, constantly. Right. Oh well, my God. we got to finish this with Paris. And I suppose it's quite impressive to do, really, isn't it? It's quite <laughs> it impressive is. to do. It's like, you know, a, a, like a teppanyaki restaurant. The chef will, like, you know, do flip things in the air and yeah, yeah, do loads of impressive chopping. It's almost like that, but in your own home, it's, which I it's like. It's like when a fucker takes a top off a champagne bottle with a sword. Of course, it's not the safest way, but yeah. by God, you, if you can do it, you're doing it, aren't you? Bit of flair in your life, man. So you're you saying, put actually, a on bring, a, bring a sword into the kitchen. Yeah. Go a little <laughs> no, bit I'm further. Just, I'm saying this guy is a few months off being able to kitchen knife the top off his Prosecco. Even better, dress the characters like Marie Antoinette and... Yes! Do, have a beheading. Have a bit of like a vegetable revolution. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> That's the name of the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from the sorting out your beans. Oh, no. I don't <laughs> believe it. No, I, I, I accept that. Vegetable revolution is our, is our solved beef. Um, in which case, it's time for our first handover. Now, this is going to be exciting because um, it's Lou Sanders, for starters. Um, and up until about half an hour ago, she said she was going to try and do this from outside a curry house. Because <laughs> <laughs> she'd forgotten she was booked to do it. But now I think I think she should be at home. Lou, are you there? Hello. Oh, Lou. Lovely Lou. See my boy. Great to see you, Lou. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Well, I just hurt my tailbone again, but I'm okay. Why Ooh. has Ben put sunglasses on for my arrival, or were they on the same the whole they, time? They were on a bit earlier, and then I I slid them back on, having a. It's because you shine so brightly. You shine so bright. That's exactly it. Have you got a black eye though? <laughs> no. Oh, Would you like fun. one? Um, <laughs> so, Luli, you um. Yeah. You have got a beef that you'd like Ed to solve. Now, I'll just say, uh, Lou said, uh, Lou sent me a message to say, I'll obviously forget the beefs I thought, I've just thought of, so I'm leaving them here so I can look them up. She WhatsApp them to me. And I'll say, this. I think this might be the fifth time or sixth time you've been on uh, Pappy's <laughs> really? Flat Show and done a Beef Brothers. None of these are beefs, Lou. None of these, uh, you don't know. You don't She's vegan. Honest, you don't see to it. Yeah, that's very, very true. But these, so... Do you want to? Do you want me to read these out? The ones that you you chose here. Yeah, I thought beefs were problems. They are, but normally with other people. These are all with yourself. Uh, <laughs> I got beef. Ooh, I got beef with myself. Yeah. Well, here we go. We've got here. Um, I don't have a catchphrase. That's one of them. Um, want to stop you? <laughs> want to stop using Amazon, but too lazy. Or I really want to be best. Fr now I read this as I really want to be best friends with Slash and own a monkey, but you. <laughs> but actually, you've just written the word Slash to mean a, I want to be best friends with Slash own a monkey. Own a monkey. Yeah. yeah. So it's not you don't want to be best friends with the guitarist out of Guns N' Roses. No, um, I would. Because Ed would have been would... perfect for that as a you know yeah. as, as, as a rock star. Um, yeah, I wouldn't rule it out. Like I wouldn't. You know, if if Slash is listening and wants to strike up a friendship, I'm not shutting the door on that. Sure. But if I would, I don't know if I prefer a monkey. But I, I think that I think if you were friends with Slash, he could probably access a monkey easy, easier than you could. I think Slash is your gateway to a monkey. 
Yeah, okay. Well, Slash, if you're listening, do tweet or text. Can they text? Can he text? <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, yeah, I assume so. He's on Instagram, so, you know, it's pretty yeah, similar. Yeah, or just, um, you know, DM me and uh, keep going with the lovely music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what's, what's your favourite Guns N' Roses song, Lily? <laughs> one like that, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That's right. that's <laughs> it's it. everybody's favourite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so do you? monkey. That kind of stuff, isn't it? Which beef <laughs> yeah. would you like Ed to solve out of those? Well, can you remind? Oh, I had. I did do after you told me the format of the show again. Oh, remind yeah. Yeah. me the yes. format of the show. I came up with a beef. beef oh, cool. Didn't let's, I? let's do it. Well. Or he could do the one or about. Have you messaged it to me and I'm supposed to look it up? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Um, you... Yeah, because I'm quite. I've been at a skate park. Oh, yes, my boring flatmate. I'll just go for it. No, I'll just go for it. No, so I'll just go for a boring one. My flatmate can't cook. That's it. Oh, no, let's get me a monkey. Okay. Let's... Okay. <laughs> let's get me a monkey, don't you think, Ed? So your beef really is with sort of the law, the sort of animal owning law. Yes. Um, so you need you need a pet monkey. I mean, I think the only real way of getting a pet monkey is to break the law. So you're going to have to steal a monkey or illegally import a monkey from the dark web. Um, Ooh, I haven't I- thought of that actually. That's love. That's a lovely. T- you can get everything. You can be, but you can bump someone off for about ten. Is this is a content you want? You can bump someone <laughs> off for about ten grand on if you've got on the dark web. Yeah. How do you? Here's a question. Here's a question. How do you get on the dark? How do you get on the dark web? Do you first Google dark web and then it's there? No, I've been on once. It's really complicated and it's not fun to use. They really need to sort out the interface. (laughs) (laughs) Would Would you be prepared to say why you went on the dark web, Lou? Drugs. But then I found a lovely chap with his own website and you just order off the website. It was very modern. I don't do drugs now because I, I made an agreement with Archangel Michael. But I'm wondering if he minds if I do much. Is that your dealer's name? <laughs> <laughs> You're buying too much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't do that. I haven't done that for years. But You just also, have people killed now, don't you? Instead. Well, That's we your new drug. I was with some comedians the other day and... Um, Someone said you can get someone bumped off for, like they said it was like something like seven grand, but they don't do anyone with any profile. And I turned around and went, oh, you guys need to work harder and get some profile. <laughs> <laughs> what a horrible little weasel. But, it was <laughs> but in your defense, you were mashed out of your mind on drugs. Yeah, <laughs> so. actually I did do a gummy bear sweet, just one. And um, I don't like it. It stays in your system the next day, doesn't it? Like you're very groggy. Well, I mean, yeah, you're putting it into your system in the first place, so... That's, that's, that's a that's message for the lovely podcast listeners. Don't do drugs, not worth the trouble. You won't get as much done the next day. Um, has that solved your beef, Lou? Oh, Dark no, web. Sorry, I talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I th- no I, I, I think the only way you're going to really be able to f- be friends with a monkey or own a monkey... I mean, you can be friends with a monkey. You can probably go to a sanctuary. They probably offer a day being a keeper at a sanctuary... You can meet a monkey, you'd be friends with it, but you do have to leave the monkey there at the end of the day. It's not or a friend that lives other, with you. Or other idea, when we hang out, why not just dress as a monkey? <laughs> I'm also completely willing to do that, Lou. You're kind <laughs> of halfway right there, there, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a good monkey, actually, look. Oh, yes. That is a really good monkey. Pretty good, right? Yeah. Here from the sorting out your beef! Solved! 
Ed, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Really, enjoy your chicken. Thanks. I couldn't hear because I had to take the headphones off to do the monkey. I couldn't hear the reaction to the monkey. Oh, we love your faces weren't screaming. (laughs) (laughs) So, but it's good to hear you like it. It was a great monkey. monkey. Great, and then it, it actually was so good that a sting came on. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the sting that means Ed stopped doing the monkey impression. You've overrun. <laughs> Time to go. Time yeah. to go. We'll see you soon, Ed. Take care, man. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Love Bye. Bye. Right, Luli, thanks for coming on the show. Um, thanks for me. Have you got your beef there? Um, uh, oh, yes. I've I've got a beef you emailed me. That's yes? right. Yes, 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 you, you do. Yes. Do you, right. do you want to read it out and we'll see if we can solve it together? Well, yeah, but it's very long. Okay. Do you, <laughs> do, do you want someone else to read it out? Because Tom also but, has it, but... Hang on, is this Do You, Beli- the, do you Believe in Ghosts? That's the one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay, yeah. Ooh. Well, okay. Who's, very, who's it from, first of all? You're very gentle and kind with me, actually. Um, it's a man called, well, I presume a man, called Alan. Alan, okay. Oh. You don't hear that name as much with the younger crowd, of course. No. My dad's you don't really Alan. have a lot of... Yeah, you're, He's not be... one of the younger crowd, I'm afraid, then. <laughs> what? <laughs> I hate Alan... to break it to you, but your dad's not Gen Z, I'm afraid. <laughs> if Alan was a colour, he'd be brown, let's be honest. So, uh, dear Tom, Matthew, Ben and guest, oh, do you believe in ghosts? Well, I've got a fl- housemate who does. Um, should we read one paragraph each, Tom? Yes. <laughs> Have you run out of energy already, Lou? Well, you know, it's nice to talk out loud, but it's nice to someone else too. It's nice for someone to listen listen out loud. Oh, thank you. A lot... Also, I'm not very good at reading out loud. <laughs> <laughs> no, here we go, here we go. Watch this. Watch this. I went to Amdram. Okay, do you believe in ghosts? Uh, well, I have a housemate who does. A lot of the... A lot to point... Well, it's Alan's lot, fault, some of this. A lot to the point. Yeah. You go, Tom. It's Alan's fault. Is The way he's written this, uh, I can't imagine me speaking in this patter. <laughs> <laughs> a lot to the point, it's impacting on our environments and wallets, and I may be to blame. Marcus has always been a bit Matthew when it comes to his belief systems. Love Fine that. by me. There's plenty of space at Life's Festival for all manner of wobble think, usually just beyond the dance tent and over by the sculpture of a mermaid made out of crystals and recycled nappies. I, I, I take it back. It's a lovely email and it is beautifully composed. Um, but of recent, his belief that the house is haunted has started to impact on us all. It's a big old beast of a house and a little decrepit. It creaks and groans all the time. Don't make a joke here. Uh, from the day he moved in, Marcus was terrified. The first uh, the first we became aware of this was uh, when another housemate coming in from a night out found him hiding in the cupboard in the lounge holding a long wooden ruler he's an architect student a massive uh, a massive squeak or creak had sent him fleeing and I don't know if he was going to hit the ghost or perhaps measure it for science over the weeks he started to fill in details about who he thought was haunting the house a young boy called something biblical like isaac it was industrial housing so obviously it turned out he was a victorian boy who died in a loom accident or some such (laughs) guff now here's the thing i'm one of those amateur magician types by which i mean i didn't have many friends aged 5 to 13 i can also do a rubik's cube another key indicator I decided to prove to him ghosts were piffle by staging something inexplicable we all witnessed and then explaining it was just a trick. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's a bold decision. Yeah, that wouldn't, right? be, yeah. that wouldn't be the first way I'd think of uh, saying they're not not real by kind of proving that they are and then going, but I made it up. 
I'm an idiot. I then spent 130 quid on a magic website for a trick. I'm really an idiot. But it allowed me to do the following. I asked him where he felt the presence was in the house. We went there. I got him to get out his phone, start it recording, and place it on my hand. Hit record and wait. Nothing happened. Silence, except when we listened back to what he'd recorded, faintly whispering but clearly audible in a tiny little voice, Hello, can anyone hear me? It's Isaiah here. Can you hear me? He shat it. I genuinely thought he was going to be sick. (laughs) When I immediately told him that I'd done it and it was a trick, he refused to believe me. He spent the next two nights at his boyfriend's place. He's back, but he's he's gone into some sort of sage burning crusade. And I understand he's considering asking us to put in towards an exorcist sorry this is so long but am i a big bollock and how do i undo what i've badly done thanks in advance alan lovely email from alan gorgeous a gorgeous message from alan there so well question number one mad mad that is is he a big bollock (laughs) and the answer is sort of yes isn't it well we can't call anyone a big not a fan of the show a big bollock well, that's true, but he, he's asking, am I a big bollock? You know, as, as a fr- he's saying, as a friend, tell me now, am I a big well, bollock? And Alan, I- what you did was the behaviour of a big bollock, but I don't think you <laughs> label you a big bollock uh, exclusively, because I bet you've done some wonderful things in your life as well. But ghosts do exist. I'll just say, I'll just throw that out there. Uh, it's true. I don't shake your head, Ben. <laughs> Uh, ghosts exist. And have you seen a ghost? Have you, or have you had some sort of? Yeah. I mean, I know yeah. you, you were talking about uh, meeting Archangel Michael. Um, well, yeah, but um, if ghosts don't exist, why are we talking about them right now? Because they're know? like, because they're legend. Yeah, but um, so like seahorses. Do you think it's mad? <laughs> wait, see, wait, <laughs> go on, like, seahorses exist. Yeah, but Whoa, if no I way, told man. you that and you hadn't seen one, you'd be like. Fuck off. You know, like, yeah, dare to dream. <laughs> that's not the same thing at all. Dare to dream that there's stuff you can't I'm... see. There's another dimension. You know, it's like we are so so arrogant. We, Do you we not think if Ghost existed by now, we'd have categorical evidence of it? Yeah, well... Like seahorses. Because... Well, <laughs> look, anyway... Because you see horses, you don't see ghosts. Wow, eh? I saw a ghost, and I, I. Anyway, we're going off track. Let's no, 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 no. Track. That's on track. I want to know when you saw a ghost. Tell me well, what happened. When I was about fourteen, yes, um, I was in. So my friend's mum took us to this house just to pick something up, and I, and I've never seen a ghost before, and I wasn't really like a ghost fan or anything. And this, <laughs> I saw this ghost, and I was like, oh, "That's weird. It must be my mind playing tricks on me because that's what we tell ourselves because no one took. You know, we're yeah. like, you know, and. Uh, then they said oh by the way this house is haunted and they said what the ghost looks like and i was like well yeah i've just seen that cunt (laughs) so wait they they described it to you and you were like yep seen it yeah seen it just now why didn't you tell me what was the what was the ghost what did it look like well no because now if i say that you're going to be like oh it's always (laughs) was it a (laughs) seahorse be honest was it headless seahorseman no but if i tell you you're gonna be like well why are ghosts always like Victorian boys? Why aren't they like a modern? Well, then don't tell us it's a Victorian boy. <laughs> well, it's yeah. Well, it was. <laughs> well, it was. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this. <clears throat> so what you've got to do is be a bit more compassionate with your friend. Um, 
also make friends with the ghost because you probably piss the ghost off. So you piss two people off and I'd be a bit more worried about the ghost. So uh, chockies all round and a um, bit of an apology. Do Again, ghosts <laughs> eat chocolate? Uh, no, not for the ghost, for his friend. Actually... What, what would you yeah. recommend offering a ghost? Um... Um, Wheater ghouls. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, mate. I had that in last year's Christmas cracker, actually. Yes. <laughs> Wheater ghouls. Wheater ghouls. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. Not, no. Can I just give a serious bit of advice? And I, I think, mean, I this. think you, you better. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Look. <laughs> pitch in you you did do a little bit of a uh, cheeky thing we all like a prank but the man was traumatized so why don't you pitch in for an exorcism because that will help the ghost out because they need to go to a different dimension if they're stuck here that's not good for them uh so pitch in for an exorcism get someone good don't get one of these nutters he's already spent 130 quid on a magic trick you know he's throwing good yeah, money after bad that's the, try the get, try and get some money back from the magic trick by doing small parties. And do you go then on the dark you, web or something like that to get the? Uh, no, I can the It's only going to be about one hundred and fifty, two hundred pounds, and I'll give you a contact that can get uh, rid of the ex, get rid of the ghost. Oh, when I came back from Edinburgh one time, this guy that used to go and see Cranius Lakeville, obviously, and was a bit of a shaman on the side. Um, he said, "You've got entities attached to you," and I was like, "Well, of course, I haven't been in Edinburgh." And that's just facts. What did he mean by that? He said you had like sort of spectres clinging on to you. Is that is that what he was sort of talking about? Kill spectre. What's a spectre? Just like like, a, like, like a apparitions, ghost. ghosts kind of thing. So he, he's, were you well, sort of it, surrounded by kind of? It's all just energy, isn't it? So if someone doesn't quite nothing like energy doesn't die, nothing dies. So it has to transmute into something else. So if people die, like that sometimes their energy can get a bit stuck and then I guess if you're at a bit of a low place aka Edinburgh then things can attach to you and that's just science I mean plenty of people die in Edinburgh yes yes I've, I've yeah, had, I've had to... 25 nights on the bounce one year I was Crosby just on your back take I, me ooh, back to I was, London I was desperate for entities I was like has anyone got any entities they can fill the venue with I've got, I've got three entities in today a lot of ghosts oh in today one of them's a Scotsman you say yeah you say that but once uh, Jill in the Pyrenees who have now left because she may or may not have joined a cult oh, yeah. but she um, when I did my first like an Edinburgh show a few years ago I was like what about like you know this first day it's never full and stuff and she said well just imagine an angel on every seat <laughs> <laughs> yeah that won't sort of help me recoup the debt yeah, that's the only, no, the only yeah. thing and um, if you're nervous do you have to imagine them to be naked naked yeah, angels naked angels, yeah. Little, yeah little cherubs um, yeah. so what are we saying to, to our friend Alan you're saying um, you're saying you, lean into it basically aren't you you're yeah. saying lean into it well, throw a bit more well, money yeah, get the exorcist I, meet him halfway and I really mean this <clears throat> all chip in for an exorcism because then then the ghost is happy because he gets to, or she gets to like or they get to uh, go it to is, another it's 2021 exactly don't misgender the ghosts <laughs> and then the flatmate's happy because you're hearing and seeing him and sort of saying sorry about this let's take this seriously and then you're happy because you absolve your conscience and presumably he's already paid 130 quid for the magic trick this well, is well, no one asked him to buy the shitty magic trick take the magic trick <laughs> I also I want to know how that magic trick works because that's yeah. a good magic trick yeah that is a good unless it was just him whispering it like under his hand 
<laughs> yeah, how does it work where you can record it? I mean, we, we, we're, we're never we'll going to solve that now. We're a not going to solve that now. Never tells his tricks. Absolutely. And he doesn't sound like a great magician, our Alan. But, um, <laughs> no, he sounds like a bad so maybe, house, mate. <laughs> maybe I'll email him back and say, how does the, how does the trick work? Pay um, for the exorcism? Beef closed? I think it's, I think it's beef solved. Thank you, Louie. From the sorting out your beef. beef solved. Well, very exciting. We could bring out our... Our next guest, uh, we've got our next guest, which is, is Fatiha El Ghori, who is going to come on and uh, with a beef for, uh, oh, no, in fact, Lou, you're going to give her a beef for her to solve. So Fatiha, are you there? <laughs> so Lou, think, uh, no, <laughs> so has Lou got to come up with another beef? No, 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 sorry, you're right. Fatiha's going to give you uh, a beef. Wait, have we done this wrong? I think we have. I think we've, we've flipped it around. Was Ed supposed to have given a beef for Lou to solve? Yeah, I, I kind so. of felt like that was the format. But that was the format, wasn't it? We've fallen at the first I, hurdle. I, I've, just solved, I've just solved someone else's beef. I know, I know. Let's forget that. You're supposed Hello, to... Hello, Fatah. Hey, Fatah, how are you doing? Oh, we can't Hello, hear you. Sorry, can you hear me? We can yeah. hear you now, yes. We can hear I'm you sorry, now. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know I look like I've just come out of some 1980s video. <laughs> I dropped my laptop. <laughs> I'm sorry, I dropped my laptop before um, this started. So, um, yes. Yeah. Oh, is it, how's your laptop fairing? Is it all right? Um, yeah, it's okay, but I look like a ghost. Maybe I'm the ghost. But I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. You've come in character. It's ideal. So, <laughs> yeah. so uh, you, you you join us just as I've uh, sort of slightly lost track of the of the format. The idea is now that <laughs> the idea is that Lou's, you've got to solve one of Lou's beefs. Not Lou's got to solve one of your beefs. You're gonna you're gonna do your beef at the end. Um, so Lou. Um, yeah. Have you? I mean, I, I hate to ask this now because you didn't even have one in the first place. Oh, come on! But have it. you got? An, have you got it. another beef that you would like uh, fatter her to solve? I've always got beefs. Well, actually, uh, I just. Um, well, should I give you a real one? Two gen? No, hang on. No, that's yeah. not a beef. I keep thinking beefs are problems. I'm still stuck in the same. Okay, they so kind of my, are. Yeah, problems you've got with your your flatmates, your your neighbours, your 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 landlord, whatever it might be. Well, no, ha, ha, I have hurt my tailbone. That's not a beef. Not is it? really. No, not <laughs> technically. Uh, Fatah, any advice for someone who's just hurt their tailbone? Um, drugs. <laughs> well, I think that's what got Louis here in the first place, isn't it? No, I know yeah. Lou. Obviously, you're not doing drugs anymore. But um, I've got I've got a problem. I've got a slip disc in my back as well, and drugs are the Ooh. best. Like, yeah. So, but one I, time sorry go on. can I give you some advice on that go on. yes oh by the way I, one of my things is to stop giving people advice they haven't asked for um, <laughs> I think you're allowed to on this show okay that's the one show where I can well um, my friend had a slip disc and he did reformer pilates and now it's uh, better than well I won't say better than ever but it's back to normal do you know the problem is, right, Lou? I don't think you've ever met me. So I'm like, so you can only see like the top bit, but the bot I'm like an aubergine, you know, like thin at the top and then it just goes whoop at the bottom. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I can't even lift my leg to do my laces. So I can't do Pilates for sure. So yeah. Oh, well, they didn't say no aubergine. Drugs are the best. Drugs are the best for me. Like. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. But I think... <laughs> You could still go to Pilates. I don't think... I think you could go to... But it's quite boring. Just roll. You know, have you seen those toys that just roll from side to side like that? Do you remember when you was a kid? <laughs> the yeah. weebles? The and weebles. They, they, yeah, like that's what I would be like in Pilates. I'd just be like... <laughs> yeah. That might be quite <laughs> pleasurable, actually. Yeah. I feel very similar. You dirty man, you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Look at him. And he dirty. I said aubergine, and look, he went to a <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I, Well, I think that's, that's a successful handover, isn't it? That is a, a hugely successful handover, more successful than the last one. Uh, Lou, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us. Sorting out your beans. Bye. Bye. Um, see you later. Bye. 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 So, Fatiha, thanks for coming on the show. Um, Thanks for having me. Let's get let's get into your beef and let's uh, let's talk about it. Okay, is this the one you want me to read out? Yes, please, yes, please. Okay, so here we go. So, hello, beef brothers. Hello. I have a beef. I hey, <laughs> aubergine, pleasurable man. Yes. Um, <laughs> I have a beef with my significant other. She often starts talking about something with me while I am sitting comfortably in the living room or lying in bed and then keeps conversing while turning around and going to do something else in another room. <clears throat> Sorry, let me just um, <clears throat> sort out my English accent again. Hold on. <laughs> um, essentially, she fades herself out of the conversation, brackets, street spirit style, end of bracket while still talking unless I get up and follow her she doesn't seem to do it to end the conversation it can often be in the middle of asking me something it is very weird dear beef brothers what do I do cheers everyone bye from Victor with a K Victor with a K right Mm. um so what what are you are you are you that kind of person what, in in this in this situation are you the kind of person who would start <laughs> yeah. talking and just wander off or are you the person who would be sat yes, there going I'm going to do it in about three seconds <laughs> <laughs> I do I am like this and then I come back in and I go why you ain't listening why are you not answering me and he's like what so so yeah, yeah. I do do this I don't know I guess follow her around would be what I would this say is, this so you don't what... get your this is what I'm thinking it does it seem like you know Victor's partner just wants to do like a a, a West Wing a walk and talk just wants Mm. to start talking and assumes that you know this is still a a pertinent conversation let's get moving you know some some people think better on their feet as well so my wife's like this but I've only discovered this very recently because we used to live in a little studio flat where you don't realise that that's a problem because there's nowhere to go. And it's only when, since we've moved out of London and have somewhere that's more than just one room. Like, it was ideal in the studio flat because listen, our bedroom was behind a curtain. So it was like, there's the kitchen, there's the front room. There's the. It was only when she went into the bathroom that it was a noticeable thing. But now that we've got more than one room. So my advice to Victor is downsize, my friend. Get, get into a... A, get, a, get caravan a caravan or a Winnebago <laughs> or you know downside you're, you're clearly in a too big a place it's a good point because then you can just you're always there pinging around yeah or, or you could just follow her around and I don't know or you could put a chip on her and like you know the ones that they do in spy <laughs> films and they record what the person's saying yeah chip your partner See? I mean, Chip your yes. partner like they're your, like they're a pet. <laughs> yeah. you can, listen, if he ever wants to have sex again, I suggest that's what you do. Okay. Well, what if you don't listen? That is one of the no sex tonight. What about wireless speakers listen. in every room, though? You know, like you you get the wireless, you get the the wi fi wireless speakers in every room, so you can connect to your your yeah. Bluetooth, and that way you can wander that. around the house and every, you've got you've got music in every room. But you're then, also you're wearing you're wearing headset mics. 
So you're both wearing and then your neighbours are going to hear as well. Ah, that's the your thing. Your neighbours okay, might hear. Just so get a megaphone. So once she's calling you a dickhead, they're going to hear it. Do you know what I mean? I don't think he's so chasing not. after her going, what was that about me being a dickhead? I think these are more pertinent. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I, um, What about baby monitors? Oh. Good. Because right? baby monitors aren't that expensive. So you can effectively CCTV up your house with baby monitors, have them on, and then whatever room... They're going. The only problem you're going to ba- be hearing it. The only problem with baby monitors is they pick up Victorian ghosts. Ah, that's true. <laughs> exactly that's very true. There's always a little Victorian ghost in the in the uh, in the corner. Um, I mean, that would freak. I keep thinking that, and I like you like your horror films, Clarky. But it's like, surely that's you know, the big fear is like you go to look in on your baby, and there's a little Victorian boy standing next to the cot. <laughs> Good luck or, going back to sleep then. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> it's just sometimes it's just seeing your baby. Like you'll look in and they'll, they'll be asleep, and then you'll look in again, and they'll be stood up, looking directly into the camera, and their eyes are glowing green just because of the way that the the, the cameras look to make their eyes glow green. I've had that before, where I've been, you know, put Cleo down to sleep, and then uh, she's woken up and looked into the camera, and it, it really shits you up. It's scary <laughs> stuff. It's like paranormal activity. It's like that, but on a very small screen. <laughs> I don't have kids, but I've got like 13 siblings. So we've got lots of like nieces and nephews and stuff like that. And sometimes like when you go in and check on them, they won't be in that place. Like you'll check on them and then they'll be lying on their front and then you'll come back in and they're in under the bed or something nonsense <laughs> like that. You know? like, Jurassic, not- like Jurassic Park. <laughs> Clever girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, I'm just imagining you sort of walk into a bedroom and they're up on the ceiling just like that, just waiting for you to leap down. Um, so Fata, as a, as a walking talker, right, yes. what do you expect of your partner? That they just listen better from the other room or do you expect them to follow where you go? What What would you be looking for in this as a walking talker? I would talker? say I'm going to be, because I don't want to get hated, I would say, I expect them to listen better. But in reality, they better be following me around the bloody room. That's what they better yeah. be doing. Because what I've got to say is important and I ain't going to repeat myself. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what, 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 listen. So what about we give we get, get Victor a pair of roller skates, right? And we get him a pair of roller skates and a short. How big's his house? <laughs> no, no, but a short. Victor's doing well for himself. A isn't short it? leash, right? And so as soon as as soon as his partner starts talking, he clips the leash onto her belt loop and grabs onto it. And then as soon as she moves, he's with her. So he's only ever going to be a couple of feet away from her. So it's like like the uh, opening sequence of Back to the Future. Ex- exactly, Back to the Future. It, yeah. Go on the skateboard, we'll grab on, grab onto the back, and then you're always in each other's presence. And after a while, the chances are. It, well, either you'll hear everything she says or she'll just stop doing it. <laughs> Sorry, go on, Fata. I, think. I was going to say, I've got an idea. You yes. could just get air surgery, like ear. Sorry, I can't say the word ear. But like surgery in your ear and oh, just yeah. make your outbit bigger because your outbit is the one that gets the vibrations of sound. And then if you make that bigger... Like, like, like an old-fashioned ear trumpet. Like people yes. used to have, you know, in the olden days, basically if you got, you know what you could get, you know, like what they put on a, on a cat after they've been chipped, yes. that little thing. If you get two yes. of those, two of those neck cones on, on your ears, then you can sit wherever you like and you're going to hear everything in the house. Or two yogurt pots and a piece of string. Yeah. There are loads of. That's another one. Never having to listen. That is another one. <laughs> no, that is. That's a good one. Honestly, and you save the environment, you know, because you're recycling and that. I like that. No more singing. And it reminds plastic. you of childhood, nostalgia. Can I say, 
can I say I always thought the yogurt pots on a piece of string was fucking bullshit. Uh, it, they never really worked. They've it was it was always sounded absolute crap. The string has to be incredibly tight. That's what they'd always say. Oh, it's got to yeah, be really it, tight. The string, and then you go, well, that's. Uh, well, and then it pops out the bottom of the yogurt pot. Exactly. It was fucking. Bu- I think that was like a teacher made that up one day to to to. Then he was bored with his kids, and they were like, "Here you go." You got a telephone, and then someone picked up the ball and ran with it, and suddenly loads of fucking cunts are doing it, and it was it was rubbish, <laughs> rubbish. No, I swear down, it's true, right? Because that was the only way we could talk to my mum, because there was like thirteen of us, <laughs> so we all had a little thing, because we couldn't hear, because the other one would be shouting. So we all had a little one, and that was the only way we could talk to my mum. My picture. I'm, I'm imagining your mom with thirteen yogurt pots in front of her, with her children's <laughs> names on them, and like you put your hand up, and like she she deems you. You're like it's like one of those old switchboards. It's Fatter her calling. Tell, tell her I'm not here. Can you take this one? It's from Fatter. I can't. I can't be She's already walked into the other room anyway. So it's her own fault. Um, okay. Well, well, let's say beef solved. I think. I think <laughs> brother sorting out your beef. beef solved. I think you know. Take take your pick of those of those myriad uh, uh, different ways to solve that beef. Uh, congratulations, solve, baby. congratulations, Victor. Let's bring in another guest. Um, we've got Darren Harrier up next. Does this feel like Noel's house party? It's very Noel's house party, exactly. It. It's like ding dong, it's Darren Harrier, everyone. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yes, Yay. Darren. How you doing, man? You brought your jacket collection as well? I have indeed. How's it going, guys? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. How are you? Yeah, good. How do I sound? Do I sound all right? You sound, you sound great. You sound pretty good. good. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, awesome, my mic's in. Let's do this, man. Beef. Right. Beef. <laughs> Fatiha, beef. do you have a beef? Okay, so my beef is that my neighbours keep on leaving their rubbish outside their door. And I live on like, we've got on, on the landing. They keep on leaving it rather than taking it downstairs. And then they take it when they're leaving. So that's my beef. How long is it left on the landing for? It can be like a day. Just their rubbish out. They've got kids, so there's like nappies and shit in there, like literal shit. <laughs> Literally <laughs> nappies and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you have to sort of manoeuvre around their rubbish all the time? No, it's just smelly. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a, that's an interesting one. Uh, have you have you tried attacking them? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, you know what? Uh, I have I would, written on their doorstep. I wrote on their doorstep, stop it in shit, but they still not listen, <laughs> so I don't know what to do. I don't get what, I, I, yeah, okay. So I think, so let's say your bin day is Tuesday. Um, I would assume that they should probably, I don't mind them leave, leaving it out there sort of Monday night Agreed. for it, but if they're leaving it out there Monday morning, that's different. I feel like maybe they they need to we need to go over timings with them, and um, you know just maybe some slight intimidation as well. Just and then if you do it, what about if you did it? What about if you left your rubbish outside theirs? They wouldn't like that because they wouldn't like the smell, right? You're fighting fire yeah. with fire. I, d- I don't know. I am fighting fire with fire. I, right? If, if, they, if they've got pooey nappies though, if they've got pooey nappies, you're not going to be able to override it. Is there a case to just take it down with yours? And then oh, hope that they mad? return no. the favour. What? <laughs> what a mug! That's exactly what they want. Fucking oh, hell, Harry! I would never do that. I was going to beat them up, but I've already got an asbo, and I'm on my final warning. So I'm <laughs> that shit. You know what I'm saying? So um, no, I, yeah. I I think what you should do, just to, um, I mean, okay, you've got to kind of uh, bite your nose to spite your face a bit. I would say rip their bag a little bit. 
So then when they pick it up outside their house, it will all sort of fall out outside yeah. their house. Now you're going to deal with that mess for a little bit, but I think they'll be quite embarrassed to have all of their nappies outside of their front door and everybody's going to know that's from them. Yeah. Little little blade on the side of your shoe, just a little blade sticking out the just side of your blade. shoe. You don't have to go down, so it will never be. They won't see you tampering with it. You just walk past and you just sort of slice it a little bit with the blade coming out the side of your shoe. They'll never know. <laughs> do you know what else I could do? I could get a fox. If I get a fox and let it go rampant <laughs> on the landing, right? That will fox. tear that up and eat the kids. And that's a, like two birds one stone, isn't it? I mean, and if you, it. I mean, look, if you're willing to bring in uh, a bit of animal for uh, animal. Uh, warfare i'm down for that as well yeah bring in a couple of foxes that'll be great how did it get to the stage where we're fucking wrangling foxes rather than just taking someone's <laughs> bin down for them this is, taking, some, this is... Tom, taking somebody's bin for them is absolutely i would rather smear their baby shit in my face i'm hearing <laughs> that i'm hearing that Thank you, Darren. my neighbor's bins for them that is insane i'm furious and i know it's a hypothetical and I'm, <laughs> I'm hearing it Somebody might do that. But listen, here... From the yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much, uh, producer Caution there. Um, Fatah, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a real thank pleasure you having you. Thank you for having me. Thank I you, loved man. it. See you very soon, we hope. That was great. See you. Take care, yeah. guys. Cheers. Bye, bye. Enjoy the rest of the show. Mwah. Right, Darren. Great to have you right, here, guys. Man. Right, let's get, I've got a, let's uh, get into your beef. I got a beef, right? Uh, okay, so. <laughs> I love how much you mean business whenever it comes to beefs. <laughs> I, love, I don't think I any act we've ever have on takes them as seriously Harriet as you do. Harriet loves I love the beef. That. He loves yeah. a beef. Lads, Harriet is lads, here for the I beef. I love a bit of beef, man. I love it. Right. Here we go. Hi, everyone. I lived with my partner for a number of years and we've managed to overcome most things, ditch our most disagreeable habits and live harmoniously. It's very nice. However... My partner has a highly ridiculous and disgusting sneeze that never varies. It's always without any buildup or warning, sprays everywhere despite the mouth and nose being covered and sounds like an elephant angrily grudge banging an equally livid <laughs> whale. Wow. Oh, you better sleep with one eye open. <laughs> they say they've tried to uh, control or stifle it, but can't. So it always has to be the same sneeze every single time wow. it's grimness has always made me wince but a year of working from home together has meant i now get irrationally furious each time and feel like pulling their stupid snot and spit spraying face off <laughs> i'd rather not get a divorce so could you please suggest something other than earplugs and or a therapist for me thanks finch all right wow. finchy Okay. It's a strong beef. That's a big Perfect beef. Perfect for Harriet, this is. It's a, it's this a strong is, beef, yeah. That is... I mean, I, I I must say, I mean, like, I love my wife dearly, but she doesn't believe in shielding her sneezes. What? Oh, no. It's no, 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 just the no, two no. of us. No. So she will sneeze freely around the house. Unacceptable. And wow. will constantly will be sneezing onto me. She's like, you got to let it out. What about on your little you baby? <laughs> what do you mean? It's still coming out. You're still letting it out. Yeah, you're just being, you know, polite. <laughs> like yeah. stopping it from spraying everywhere. Yeah. she. So she's a free sneezer. She doesn't believe in fence. She says, like, if you hold it down or then it's bad for you. So she's... And it, and it's a problematic. Problematic. I mean, it's, it, it, it's always been problematic. But in the year of COVID, mm. I can't think of anything worse. 
then a free sneezer. A free sneezer. <laughs> Just running around, <laughs> sneezing everywhere. Yeah. The thing about this that, that sticks out to me is the fact that it's never varied. It's always the same sneeze, which if Consistent. you hate... It just makes it worse every single time. And it sounds like Finch has, has had enough. It does sound like that. You can hear it, can't you, in yeah. the tone yeah. of the, we don't the message? Need, we don't need to read between the lines. I've come up with a solution, but, you know, you've got to, you've got to pretend like... I mean, it's effectively, you're killing with kindness here, but you've got to pretend like you've got them a really generous gift. Okay, you say, like, I've got you... Some, you're not pretending, you actually have to buy a thing. I've got you this brilliant gift. I think you're going to love it. It's a Bane mask. I was gonna, yeah, I was going to say the, the the antique diving helmet. You get the, you get the antique diving helmet, right? And uh, and you say, look, I thought you'd like this. It's an antique, but wouldn't it be great if you wore it around the house? You know? In fact, I, get one for get one for all of you, but for both of you. And you go, wouldn't it be fun if we just, you know, just as a as a laugh, just to keep things just to keep things fun in the marriage, we both wear antique diving helmets when we're knocking about the house. I quite like that idea. I do think to spice things up a little bit, like every day you wear like a different sort of Halloween mask. Yeah. Because then again, you've still got the protection. You're like, oh, what? Who are you today? Oh, I'm I'm Scream. Oh, that was Eric's face, and then next day she's like Richard Nixon. Just keep mixing it up a little. <laughs> the main point is get them to wear a mask at all times. I think that's. For, I was thinking just a typical face mask, just a normal sort of you know uh, surgeon mask. Your COVID mask. All the yeah. Time indoors. The, have you, I think that. Have you sneezed into yeah, one of those? Have yeah. you? Weirdly, I did this the other day. Uh, I've realised that when I sneeze, I still pull the mask down. And, yeah, uh, I did it. I pulled it. I know. I know, guys. I, I can see your crosshairs on me at the minute. I know. I did. <laughs> My hair's when I absolutely the, furious. When I pull the mask down. Well, yeah, I don't know. When I pull the mask down, I still cover my face because I'm not rude, but I do realise that it's it's a problematic. But the idea of sneezing between fingers and and a spray coming out is very, very problematic to me. But if there's yeah. a lot of spray already, is it not going to come out of the tiny aperture in the Halloween mask? Are you not basically directing it into like a sort of, you're almost turning it into a little bullet of, <laughs> you know, it's those little, those little holes, a little, yeah, a little sort of snot and vapour bullet. It's They're only tiny. Snot bullets, not it a bad It flies one. out the little eye holes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Why is the scream man crying? <laughs> I mean, I, I had an idea. My suggestion was maybe you can't stop the sneeze, but maybe you could vary the sneeze because it's the consistency of the same sneeze that seems to be bothering them. So if you experiment with a bit of like, I don't know, cayenne pepper in one room and like, you know, I don't know, a lot of pollen in another room. Maybe you'll at least get a variety of sneezes. Oh, so you're and actually, that'll at least change it up a little bit. You're Ooh. actively encouraging more sneezing. Possibly. <laughs> this, yeah, I'm sorry. I this I can see this feels like plan. this is this is the this is the, uh, the, the the taking out the bins all over again. This is not a good plan. <laughs> I, I was thinking, well, when they're about to sneeze, just chuck them in the throat. Oh no, 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 no! Listen, listen. We've got We've got to. We've got to draw the line at physical violence between people. How about you get? How about you get a fox in the flat? <laughs> it'll certainly distract what you from the they're sneezes. allergic though and they're sneezing more because of the fucks yeah. Yeah, yeah that could I mean, be how, a problem how can you stop people sneeze like is that that's got to be like that's the solution we're looking for is how do you stop this person sneezing yeah well, how about, vacuum then, yeah how about if the problem is they keep sneezing at home maybe they should have like I was thinking okay 
Say they need to sneeze, they have to do it out a window. They have to run out, lift the window up, and just sneeze out there. <laughs> or to the passerbys. <laughs> well, if they, yeah, if, they, okay. if they're street level, but if they're if they're a couple of floors up, that's pretty safe, isn't it? Social distance. Or you get a sneeze back. Oh, like a, a swear jar. Like a swear jar. You have a, you have a carrier bag. And you just sneeze in there. Oh my and you go, god, this is so grim. Is. And then you have you seen have you seen Sneezebag, by the way? The two series. Absolutely oh, brilliant yeah. female. <laughs> really, really brilliant. Just like honestly, broke the mould. Broke That's the mold. Sexy vicar. Um, <laughs> so, um, I like Sneezebag. I think Sneezebag is I, the I best solution we've had. You've got to label it very clearly. Sneeze bag on the yeah, side. Yeah, you know what you don't want the shop is, is to be ra- yeah racing out the house and going. Oh, I've forgotten my bag. Grabbing the sneeze bag, <laughs> opening it, <laughs> opening up in Tesco and starting a super spreader event. That's in what fact, you don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, one, one, we we recorded an episode two weeks ago where Crosby told an anecdote about a time when he accidentally wiped a flannel on his face when he was a kid that his brother had snotted in, and we oh. lost a sub- we we lost a subscriber because of it. We lost <laughs> in the message from our Patreon. Someone. <laughs> Someone left yeah. our Patreon. I'll, I'll find and you the in message. In the message, in a she said, "She said I don't mind the poo stuff, but this was the line in the sand that I had to draw." Oh, <laughs> it's fine talking about but snot. So your snot bag might be. We might lose more subscribers oh, with just yeah. the thought of it. The sneeze yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah. It can't be a paper bag as well. Obviously. Yeah, that's the tricky yeah. thing, isn't it? Because then, but I suppose just sneeze bag for life. Sneeze. Sneeze, bag, sneeze bag for life. It already sounds catchy. Get a sneeze yeah. bag for life. And then again, yeah. you make sure you you regularly rinse it out. But it's I, I tell you what, it's everybody it's everybody's job to r- rinse out their own personal sneeze bag. Because we don't want um we don't want uh, poor Finchy here having to uh not only with, to deal with the the sound of the sneeze going into the bag, which is gonna be it's going to be loud, isn't it? You're going to hear yeah, it going yeah. into the bag, echoing around in the bag. But also, then at the end of the day, having to wipe out the sneeze bag with some uh, bacterial wipes. If every sneeze bag in each room is a different size, then your sneezes are going to sound different as well, and that'll bring the much-needed variety that he's looking for. I like, I like your variety angle here, yeah. Tom. I well, like you could tell it bothers Finchy the same yeah. sneeze every time. It's the monotony of it that's grinding him down. Mm. Uh, do you, what you're hoping for at the end is, you, do you remember back in the olden days, um, like... In, in the music hall or someone, someone would play a variety of, of klaxon horns and they play different tunes yeah. on a variety of klaxon horns. What what Parry wants to do eventually is get Finchie and his partner, <laughs> take him out on the road with a variety of bags. They would come out at the Royal Variety Performance, a variety of bags, and they would sneeze the Blue Danube into a, you know... Into a- <laughs> Hell of an act. <laughs> Hell of an act. <laughs> Scott Mag- bring back the special acts. That's what I say. Bring back the special acts. Um, I, I like I'm happy with that. Sneeze bag beef solved. I Sneeze bag is Sneeze beef bag solved, bag. man. Beef from the sorting out your beef. beef solved. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I think that was the first time we solved the beef before Emma decided the beef was solved. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring Athena uh, on. Uh, our next guest is Athena Kablenu. Hi, Athena. How are you doing? Hello. How are you? How are you? Really good. Thanks so much good. for coming good. on. See you, man. My pleasure. My pleasure. How's it going? Well, it's going well. Darren has got a, a beef that uh, he would like you to solve. Darren, the floor is right. yours. Uh, this, this is a legit beef, as in we were talking about it last week. This is how serious it is. Right. I live in a house share. Oh, sorry. Let me go back. I don't live in a house share anymore. Right. I live on my own. Above me, there's some new people who have moved in, right? So oh. these three girls, they're quite young, and they like to party, right? Anyway. <laughs> oh, you sound so old, Darren. <laughs> so old. This is, my pro- this is my problem, Tom. Right. Anyway, they've started having the, um, they have the washing machine on quite late, right? The washing okay. machine the other day was on at 9 p.m., right? My house downstairs starts shaking, right? Here's the thing. I've been up there numerous times to tell them, please, can you not use the washing machine at 9 p.m.? Can we work something out? Now, they work different hours. They're not that close as like, uh, in terms of sharing, you know, uh, putting the same washing in with each other. They do it all separately. I can't complain about that. Here's my main problem with the whole situation. I hate the noise, but every time I go up there, I feel really, really old. And it's really starting to bother me because I used to think I was cool. And now I'm telling people to stop washing because it's too loud. Athena, how can I solve both of these problems? How can I still be cool and get them to not use the washing machine at 9 p.m.? 9 p.m.? What are we doing here? And if, I, I, if you could solve this quickly as well, because it's Darren's bedtime in 15 minutes. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> like, for real, like, I've got toddlers who go to sleep later than that, Darren. <laughs> She's still up. She's still up. She's watching Dragon's Den right now. Listen, first of all, just reframe it. It's 9 p.m. here, but somewhere in the world, it's 3 p.m., right? So I did that with alcohol. It. I don't <laughs> <laughs> like it's 2pm somewhere guys well what I was to do their washing for them say you know what I'm going to do, do and be like that could that could be like a sounds like a porno doesn't it like, yeah. you know, do the old me. man downstairs like wants to do our laundry for us girls <laughs> give me your underwear give me your knickers and bras yeah, just so you know just your bras should be washed separately so just so you know because otherwise the hooks will ruin like tights and things like that so when you do it just make sure the bras are on delicate and separate from everything else All could right, you imagine me trying to tell them that oh, by the way, I'll do your washing I know about the bras and how they go separately don't worry about it but you You'd get a beautiful night's sleep and that's the main thing and as for as for being cool like um look i'm, look, I'm almost 40 you get to a point you're just not cool anymore i'm sorry give it there's no solution that's <laughs> you're done not sure you're that's done. true no no it, it's, it's a point of no return <laughs> trying to be cool unfortunately will make you look less cool the only way you can be cool is to embrace embrace the aging process embrace it do you know what have a go at them when the washing machine goes at 8pm 8pm in the middle of EastEnders nah you're having a laugh mate Holby City stop it stop it you're having a laugh take it all the way back loose women you're ruining really loose women for me okay stop that washing machine stop it just embrace the aging process that's what I would that's what I would do get a walking stick get yourself a cardi um, age yourself up yeah stop stop, yeah. stop paying the TV licence just do stuff that old people yeah, like, 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 like 
meeting like when, um, it. Yeah, like when Weinstein went into the court to get yourself a frame, uh, <laughs> like a frame with tennis balls on the bottom. <laughs> kind of take yourself up there really slowly, guys. Lean oh. into it, man. Dive Thank in you, Athena. Yeah, now, now, now that I'm thinking about it, I have been trying to still keep my coolness. And now, bear in mind my age, I feel like, you know that meme, like, hello, fellow uh, young people. Oh yeah, I feel, yeah. Like, Michemi, I feel yeah. like I've been doing that every time I tell them to stop the noise. I'm just gonna embrace it. I'm just gonna embrace it. Go That's full it. crank, go full Victor Meldrew. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Athena. I've got, I've got, I've got uh, lower back pains and uh, yeah, I'm gonna embrace my oldness now. <laughs> And, and also, it's, it's really, it's impressive because Tom usually says, just do what Harvey Weinstein does. And it's never normally good advice. So <laughs> For the first time. First time ever. I, I clenched my butt when he started. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, Tom said that Harvey Weinstein, I'll do what Harvey Weinstein does mug. And ever since then, just been... <laughs> well, that wristband. Even a stop clock is right twice a day, right? Um, well, uh, thanks, Darren. Thanks for coming on. Has that, has that solved your beef? It's definitely helped you. Yeah, I've just got to embrace the fact I'm uh, approaching 40. Cheers. Awesome. Cheers, man. Brother, sorting out your beans. <laughs> See you soon. Good night, guys. Bye, Darren. See you later. Athena, thanks. That was great. It's really Thank strong you. advice straight away. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. You've got to do it, haven't you? I don't, I don't eat meat, but I'm good at beef. You know what I'm saying? Like, same. You know, yeah, like same here. <laughs> um, how, so, have you got the beef? Uh, have you got the beef here? I've got the beef right here. Let me read let's it out. Let's get into it. Um, okay, let's go. Cool. Um, my flatmate, brackets, sister, has a dog, brackets, black Labrador called Polo, more brackets, nicknamed Pauline or ZZ. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. It's already too dog- much information. <laughs> yeah, too many brackets. I think just ditch the brackets, mate. <laughs> I think the main beef is you and your your this, your addiction this, to parenthesis. This, is, this isn't beef. This is an equation. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. it's mad. I'm working it out. Um, okay, the dog is called Polo, nicknamed Pauline or Zizi. The dog suffers from separation anxiety, brackets not medically diagnosed. Anytime he's left alone or with just me in the flat, he barks nonstop until he comes home. This week, my sister went back to working from the office and I am still working from home. It's like Chinese water, water torter, hyper, hyperbole. <laughs> <laughs> what with what Chinese water torture being uh, quite uncomfortable. Um, yeah. My beef is, of course, with my sister, not Pauline, the dog. Uh, I know she can't stay at home all the time, the sister, but I feel like it's her responsibility, not a British comedy groups, to come up with a solution. However, if you or your guests, hi, by the way, have any ideas, it would save my mental health from completely collapsing. She's also attached a recording of the dog barking, which I don't have. I imagine it just sounds like woof, woof, woof. I think Emma's, <laughs> Emma's got it. Yeah, Do we want to hear the dog barking? Let's yeah, let's hear about the dog it, barking. We it. may as well. Let's have a listen. Yeah, that's a dog barking, all right. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh, oh I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a bit of a there's a bit of a pause, and then it starts up again. Okay. Thank you, Emma. Um, right. I mean, oh, that's just, tough. just yeah. But just like with Darren, I had an immediate uh, solution for him, an immediate solution for this. So Do the it. dog. Mrs. The Owner, okay? Yeah. Uh, so what, have you seen uh, the seminal movie Face Off with John Travolta and, <laughs> and, and Nicolas, Nicolas Cage. Cage? Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's, it's not a movie, it's, a, it's actually a movie, I thought it was a documentary, but apparently it's a movie. But um, yeah. you, what you can do is you can, you can take your face off. That's how you do it in a movie. <laughs> But you can, you can swap faces. So the dog misses the sister, doesn't like the other sister. So swap faces. You stay at home looking like your sister. Dog is happy. Your sister goes to work, probably looking like you. You might be hotter. That might be her advantage. You know, she might get shut up. You know, she might get the, get the man yeah. or the woman she's interested in, whatever. But so basically swap, cut off, cut off each other's faces, swap. 
um, but be happy about it. Is, like do it consensually, is, not like in a movie. Is there a, is there a way of maybe just getting a, a sort of realistic rubber mask of the face, or just dressing in their clothes, wearing clothes that smell like them with a wig or oh, something? Oh right, I know you've what, what got we call, you've, you've gone full full tear the face off and stick it on your own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, what we call yours is non-surgical intervention, <laughs> and that's. <laughs> That is yeah. one way to go about it, but you're not really committing to, the, to a solution, are you? It's, you're not committing. It's cheaper, really but it's short term. Sh- if, yeah, yeah, if you really want this dog to shut up, rip off your face <laughs> and stick it on your sister's face and yeah. vice versa. I mean, how annoying is the dog? Is it, is it, to me, it didn't sound that, it sounded distressed. Um, what, you, what you really have to ask is, why does the dog miss the other sister so much i've never yeah. seen like what's going on there i would i would Shh. dig into that i would like what's she what's she doing feeding him beef there's got to, <laughs> there's got to be a way to get the dog to like you right surely yeah. there's got to be a way to get the dog to like you yeah dogs are thick you don't have to do much just take him for a walk <laughs> feed them um dogs are Stop so calling easy. it thick you know just dogs be- <laughs> are the easiest pets uh, do you know what i mean yeah. they, they're easy you don't have to try hard with them at all so like food walkies call it a good boy that 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 works. Um, works good me, boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, clean water. Um, let it sniff its ass. Stuff like that. Because um, my so my film reaction was Home Alone. I thought like it's a bit less extreme uh, than Face Off, but like cardboard cut out of your sister, put her on a train set, rocking around the Christmas tree, and just get like this cardboard cut out moving around the flat. I reckon a dog would buy that for a good couple of weeks. Um, yes, and dogs famously can't see colour. They just see black and white. Um, they're the only people that, only animals that aren't allowed to see colour. You guys have to see colour. That's how it works. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. but, um, <laughs> that's how we progress, guys. But dogs can't. So a silhouette would work fine, actually, because he'd be like, oh, this is how I've, everything looks every day. <laughs> so just white. the shape of the sister? <laughs> yeah, just the shape. Yeah, but w- obviously this only works if, if a sister has a unique shape, like a particular hourglass or if both <laughs> sisters... No, but if both sisters have the same shape, then that's not going to work because she's just going to think, oh, it's the other one. Okay, so what... Okay, this is how... how you're do. The favourite sister has to put on weight, bare weight, like, yeah. you know, get really distinctive, a really distinctive shape, then, yeah. then Tom's idea will work. I love, I love the idea of saying, look, I haven't put on weight, I'm just distinctive now. That's, <laughs> yes, look, exactly. oh, have you put on a bit of weight in lockdown? Uh, actually, I've put on it's some like, distinction what is like, what I've put on. Like Hitchcock, you know, Hitchcock's yeah. silhouette. The yeah. silhouette, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it's iconic. I bet his dog was never lonely. No. <laughs> That's a nice way of saying it. Well, Hitchcock's, Hitchcock's dog was never lonely. I put a bit of weight, but Hitchcock's dog was never lonely. Um, the only thing about that is that is the dog not going to go to the to the sister? Like you're quite friendly in the evenings, like chatting to me and, and being friendly. But during the day, you're just sort of walking around in a circle, like you're on top of a train set. Like um, is there not going to be some sort of dis- flat? And well, that's your distinctive shape. <laughs> is it not going to be a bit of disparity between the way that the, you're being, you're treating the dog if you're just a cardboard standee? Matt, you're doing the right thing there. You're preempting questions a dog might have. Thank you. Okay, um, and it's important you have answers to what a dog might have. But don't forget, dogs can't articulate. You can just pretend you've got no idea what they're talking about. You'll <laughs> <laughs> be like, um, excuse me, excuse me, um, why don't you move during the day? You'll be like, I speak in no doggy. I speak in no doggy. I can't help you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah you, you can are get right. around that by you just are. pretending I mean, you don't speak his language. Is there an argument to go the other way and learn doggy? And then maybe you, you'll enjoy having the dog around. Maybe that dog's being really interesting. God. Like we couldn't make out what he was trying to say, but it, it could have been Doctor Doolittle. There could be a really interesting conversation to be had there. 
all right, if you learn, though, you can then find out what his beef is. Like, why, yeah. why don't you like me? What can I do better? How can I be a better person for you? You know, so that's a good incentive to learn how to speak dog, um, to find out why he's being such an asshole. The dog's like, got a lot to know. say, clearly. The dog's constantly <laughs> talking all day. What? what Imagine going to all the trouble to learn to speak dog, and the first sentence you say to your dog is, why are you being such an asshole? <laughs> 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 what if he's trying to tell us something really important like you've got damp love do you know what I mean because yeah. dogs can sniff that stuff yeah. out do you know what or I mean? like someone's trapped down yeah. a well you've got dry <laughs> rot <laughs> the, poor, the poor man the poor dog is trying to tell you about a volcano that's about to erupt some earthquake that's <laughs> like been, the like, dog knows man yeah and all you're doing is going the dog doesn't like me the dog loves you so much he's trying to keep you alive with information but you're not listening use your ears <laughs> I like it. That's I think this is beef sold. <laughs> learn how to learn how to speak dog. Listen to the dog. Listen man. to the dog. Exactly. From the sorting out your penis. Oh man. You know what? I tell I tell you what. You've got a proper sort of like laser guided accuracy when it comes to solving mm. beefs. You're just there, yes. Athena. Listen. Arab-Israeli conflict. I got it sorted. Send me over there. Let's uh, not do that tonight. Let's not. Let's let's, uh, let's steer clear of that one. Let's bring out our our, our, our next and final guest before we. Could you see how how awkward we got around any kind of political conversation? <laughs> yeah. there? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What was the political thing? What did I make? The Arab-Israeli conflict. If you want to solve it now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> You're not going to say no, are you? Like you've got to say yes. It'd be nice. I would to love solve to solve it. it. But, yeah. That's not, that's not the beef I've got. I'm not that cruel. Could you imagine? Well, I've got this, this problem. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, can't. When I say power, I mean Everyone's entitled to their beef. If that was your beef, <laughs> I'd do my best for this comedy podcast. Um, uh, thanks for coming on the show, James. Uh, Athena does have a beef for you. Athena, Great. would you like to tell James your beef and see if James can solve it? Yeah, absolutely. So I live with this child. Uh, this child is almost three. We're related. Um, and... Um, she doesn't eat my dinners. I make dinner for her every day. In fact, I make breakfast, lunch for her and snacks. She don't eat. However, she goes to a childminder. She eats the childminder's dinner, what? all of it, laps it up. Every yep. day I pick her up, oh, she ate this, she ate that. I want to know how I can politely ask a childminder to cook shit food for my daughter without looking <laughs> neglectful. Do you know what I mean? I want her to serve up like shit pie. You know, I just don't want her to eat, <laughs> I, but I don't want to look like an awful parent. Yes. So how do I do that? Is so hold on. Is she eating the child mind of food because it's nicer than yours? I would presume that must be the case because Or is it just because because kids, you know, test the boundaries with their parents quite a lot, but not as much with other people, right? It's like she's somewhere else at the child mind is she eats it just to like because she's being more cooperative. And then with you, she's always testing boundaries. I don't have kids. <laughs> so, you know, as far as I know, you've got more than one kid, Athena. You know a lot more about kids than me. So I'm very aware that me giving you this advice isn't necessarily coming from... Would you like to go back to Israel-Palestine? Would you be happier there? You just... um, that's more my comfort. Like, that's more my... Where I feel like I know what I'm on about. I think... So here's the thing. I, I, I don't ever want kids because... Um, uh, it doesn't look like fun. I've hung out with Matthew and his child. Thanks, and, mate. Uh, I, don't, I don't like the look of it. And uh, it doesn't seem like a laugh. And I think... I think they're testing you. So I reckon, here's what you should do. Aha! Here's what you should do. Okay. Now One night, you drop her off at Childminders. 
you say goodbye and the door closes and then you go round the back and you climb through the kitchen window and you make the dinner right childminder brings it out puts it in front of your kid the kid eats it childminder says was that nice she says yeah and then you come out and go I made that you ungrateful little shit that's my food and, I'm, and that's what you get at home as well so you better start finishing those dinners you just admit that you liked it you got owned and then you turn around and fire the childminder in front of her because you have to make an example of people I'm watching The Walking Dead at the minute and uh, Negan a lot of the time will just to teach everyone a lesson will kill one person just to show the rest of them that he means business so in front of the kid you need to fire the childminder to show her if you keep playing these games this is what happens to other people the other option I think I don't know if you've ever seen the film Face Off but you could get the childminder's face yeah it's just you know another option for you another option I think on you. this podcast it always goes without saying that the face off option is always an option right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for every beef Matthew, Ben and I have swapped faces on a two yearly basis yeah. we don't yes. really remember whose face and whose body should have go with which now I had a, quite I had a great 2014 as Clarky. Oh, I loved it. I really loved it. But you know what? You've got to go back, haven't you? Um, <laughs> yes. That's the lesson we learn. Has that solved your beef? It, do you know what? Like, it genuinely has. Like, I'm going to get a ladder right now. She's on the third floor. But, <laughs> but I'm going to cake it. We'll stick it in the car tonight. And then tomorrow, I'm, I'm breaking in. Breaking and entering. It's not bad, is it? It's you, an amazing Remember suggestion. to fire her. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're fired. I'll practice. You're fired. Yeah, yeah. In front I'll... of the kid. <laughs> And the kid knows, stop playing games. If yeah. you play games, people get hurt. That's oh, got to be the message I'm at the so end of it. I'm so looking forward to her eating her curry. I'm so looking yeah. forward to giving her, like, oh, yeah, eat it. And just, she's going to eat it. And I'm going to be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> In fact, Can't maybe wait. write on the plate, like, your mother made this. So you all the food's on it. So when she finishes it, she yeah. sees the message. Oh, and then under great. the plate, right, you're fired. And then you show yeah. that to the childminder. Yeah. yeah. Oh, guys, delicious, deliciously cruel. Love it. It's, it's ne- but necessarily so. I like it. I like it a lot. Let me know how this plays out. We'll do. From the sorting out your Athena, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Amazing. Bye, Bye Athena. Bye. Hey, Caster, are you looking for a job as a childminder? Is that what's going on here? Yeah, look. You're just, you're just waiting to swoop in once she's fired her childminder, isn't it? Lockdowns hit us all hard. I'm looking to make a little extra cheese, and if it if it takes a, ch- a childminder job, uh, I'll do it. By the sound of things, this kid's pretty easy with the childminder. Just eats all the food given to them, so I'll happily childmind an easy kid. You're actually not a bad you're not a bad childminder. When we went out to uh, Crystal Palace Park with Cleo, um, yeah. and uh, she wanted to get inside the one of the dinosaurs' heads. Yeah. You uh, you demonstrated she found it a bit difficult to get inside it. Yes. You demonstrated how easy it was by getting yourself inside the dinosaur's head. It was really Im- yes, it was but really impressive well, actually. I'm not sure it was impressive because the, the problem with that is is that that's me not trying to have fun with the kid. It's me getting frustrated that Cleo wouldn't just go in the dinosaur's head. Yeah, she was finding it, so a, bit, it was instead, a bit complicated to, to I'm sort of, like, look, it's easy. You just go backwards and she and she was like I don't know. I don't know what you're on about because I'm a child, and I was like, "Look!" and I reversed into it to show her. She's just supposed to do it like this, and then so I don't think I would be fun. Also, Cleo can see through me. You're, you were standing there thinking, "That's a good fun childminder," and Cleo was looking at me like, "This is uh, this is about something else, isn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> That's what she was like, I think she knew. She's smarter than me. That's fair. 
She's uh, smart. I, w- I was in Crystal Palace Park the other day and I saw that little thicket that uh, Cleo decided to play and I, ne- I nearly sent you a photo of it because it's the thicket that me and Matthew have walked past many times in the park, thought nothing of it because we're looking at all the playground stuff, all the dinosaurs, all the fun stuff. But Cleo saw that thicket and she wanted to play in that for ages and we were marvelling at it, weren't we? Talking to us, each other, saying, oh, kids just find the fun in stuff that adults just overlook, I guess. Yeah. It's a very philosophical time for us. Yeah, that's It's right. also, it's, it's a great name, Thicket. Thicket. You don't, you don't yeah. have enough thickets in your daily days. Mm. You know I'd love I mean? to have my own thicket. Could you imagine? Yeah, that would be pretty good. Do you, mean, thicket to do you mean garden? Oh. Because you, well, you could have a thicket in your, in your back garden, couldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't have one. It'd be a bit much for Clarky to have a thicket on the On his balcony, balcony. yeah, that's true, yeah. (laughs) We'll get you. You know what? Your birthday's coming up, Clarky. We'll get get you a thicket. Because, you know. You a sticky thicket. You can put it on the wall. We'll happily. The the three of us. James, you want to get in on this? We'll we'll club together and get. I would like to get in on the thicket, yeah. Club together and buy buy Clarky a little thicket. It's great. Yeah, I, mean, I, know it's, I know there'll be no surprise, so you've got to act a bit more surprised when you unwrap it and you, at your party. Yeah, I'll, 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 Do you know I'll what? I'm very surprised to see it wrapped. <laughs> I think despite this conversation, Clarky would still be surprised if he unwrapped yeah. a ticket on his birthday. 100%. Even though we've said this. <laughs> it's true. Um, have you got your beef there? Have you got the beef we sent you? Yeah. Would you like to read it out for us now? Oh, do I read it out? Yeah, do you not want you it? read it out, mate. I can read it out. I've got it in my in my emails. Uh, I read it earlier on. I think it's quite a good beef, actually. If you know I, what, I think, if you, I think this might be the third time I've done this podcast, and this is the first beef where um, I, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, okay. right. oh you agree? Okay. I I I I, I, I empathise with this particular beef. Here we go. Um, okay. Here we go. Matthew Crosby. Here's your beef for tonight. Hey, James. Here's the beef we've got going to, to ask you bit. to that's, read out that, tonight. This, that's all. See you at the show. <laughs> M. That's not the right. beef, actually. You signs it off M. Yeah, just sign it off M. Yeah, it's, it's, I, was, I, was, I was trying to... Light switch beef via oh, here we go. This is it. beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Great. Get in touch. Dearest Beef Brothers, thank you for the great Patreon content that has filled my ear canal over these trying times. Now, I'm going to level with you. I nearly stopped reading after that sentence. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Has filled my ear canal. I thought, oh, I fucking it. Okay, get over yourself, mate. That is a that's a catchphrase from the show. So uh, yeah. that's fair it, enough. You know, it's 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 not quite our it's not quite our poppadoms or bread, but we're trying to get it to take off. So you know, <laughs> filling your ear canal. Yeah, fill, you know, we're, we're, the idea is that we're in the listeners' ear canal. That's the that's the yeah. You're a podcast barge sailing, sailing down their ear, ear canal. canal. Oh, this is good stuff. Can we have yeah. this? See, you're warming yeah. to it. You're warming to it. You can see how it works. I am warming to it, actually. I like it. Right, <laughs> this guy's great. Here we go. <laughs> I have a beef with my partner that I need your help to resolve before one of us cracks. Our bedroom has two doors, and beside each door is a light switch for the big light. I should warn you before I carry on reading this. It's very much like... It's like a philosophical problem... Or like a maths problem, this. It really is quite confusing. Mm, it's right. like, you know, to, one of them can always lie and one of them can always tell the truth. It's a bit like that. Here we go. Our bedroom has two doors and beside it, each door is a light switch for the big light. As I am usually first to go to bed, square, I go about our business of preparing the bedroom. Junk removed from bed, clothes put away, lamp turned on, etc. In the process of this, I may use either light switch to turn the big light on or off. Often, as I drift to sleep, I'm awoken with the lights being turned on, then in a few seconds turned off again. I start startledly, 
ask what's going on, to which she replies, I'm fixing the light switches. As I have gone about my business, the lights have been turned on and off at different switches, leaving yeah. one to be in the up position and one in the down, which apparently needs to be fixed. Yeah. How can I help my partner understand that it's fine for either switch to be up or down? Surely the presence of a light is enough to know if it is on or off, and we don't need to rely on the switch position. So I can easily comply, but fear what would be next. I'm sure you can offer a logical solution to this problem. Cheers, Richard. I, Do you understand the yes, beef? Of course. I, of course. I understand the beef, and I think I know the solution. <laughs> you already know it? I'll, I'll, straight off the bat, I know the solution. Do you know what? I'm going to... I'll hear this out, but I'm going to call it now. You do not know the solution because I've thought about this a lot since Matthew sent it to me, and it's very, very difficult. And it is like one of those weird maths problems or something. No, you can go for it. You can have the floor. It's and it is like a maths problem because it's a lateral thinking yes. problem. Horizontal light switches. You you get the light switches. You turn them on their side, and then there isn't a up or down on or off it's either left or right and either of those can be on or off because no one has horizontal light switches so therefore there isn't a set on or off place but then surely but there would be yeah but aren't they just gonna go well left is always off right Beef's is always solved. on <laughs> no he's gone he's done he's dipped out yeah. that's fair that's enough fair I mean enough, to be that fair, is, fa that is fair enough I wish that's I mean imagine I wish <laughs> Surely, Tom, 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 what about, no, no, Tom, what about, what about this? There, you get circular light switches. That dimmer are switch, switch. Switch on, switch off, like a, like, a, like a dimmer switch, yeah. Isn't that better? Because that's got a definite click on and a definite click off. There's, no, what, though, there's no ambiguity. With, with Tom's, it does mean you don't have to buy new light switches. You only have to unscrew them, Take turn them, them 90 degrees. Yeah, you're right. You are. I appreciate that. But if you do that Thank and have you. the horizontal ones, yeah, as you say, there's not up or down anymore, but there is left and right. And this person's problem seems to be that she wants both of them in the same position. So she wants both of them up or both of them down. She'll want both of them left or both of them right. I disagree. I think her thing is she doesn't want to go to... Because if, if I was to say to you, picture a light switch that's off, right? And sure. picture a light switch that's on. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. There is an off, right? And there's an on. Uh -huh. But if you're picturing a left-right horizontal light switch, <laughs> there isn't an on or an off. And her yeah. thing is, she can't go to sleep knowing that the light bulb is in an off position, but the light bulb will come on, or it's in an on position, but the light bulb's off. But if is it's left and now? right, there is no at right... There's no right, or, there's no right or left to a horizontal light bulb. You're just this like, is not how I've interpreted it. So I don't think it's that the light switches off, but that's in an on position and it confuses her. I think she wants both. She doesn't she like it if if one is up, one is down. And oh, they're, not symmetry. The, they're not doing the same. I have this with my light switches. So I've got a situation here in the corridor where I've got two lights in the corridor, one switch for each light, and I've got two switches for them, one for each light respectively, at the end of the corridor. However, one of the lights also has another switch at the other end of the corridor. Yeah. So if I've used that, sometimes those two aren't both doing the same and it does wind me up a bit. Not enough that I go and change it, but it winds me up when they're not both, because I like it when they're both like that, because when I have to turn them both on, I can just go bang, and then they're both on at the same yeah. time. Yeah, and it annoys me when I've done that one at a different point in the day. And I think the way I read this, 
It's more that she wants them both facing the same direction or it annoys her. Well, then what mm. about, because uh, I had to get one for the bathroom recently. You've got to get a particular type of one for the bathroom. It can't be a little flicky switch because of water. And it's just uh-huh. a big, it's just a big metal panel that you tap on and tap off. Ooh, and that's like it. That. So it just looks like a metal disc. What about Great. go futuristic on it? Go go back to the future too on it and have a big sort of metal disc. Uh, I appreciate. I, like I mean, appreciate. That I, I go back to 1989 for my futuristic references, but, um, <laughs> but but like a big a big metal disc where you just you're just tapping and it always it always looks the same. There is no on. There is no off. Yeah. It's just a, a metal disc. That might have to be, that might have to be the way. The other thing I was thinking is like that. that you just you put light switches all over the walls. So your entire wall is just a variety of light switches and go, look. This is nightmarish. We're never going to solve it. Let's just, let's just embrace the chaos and deal with that. You're risking unravelling yeah. this woman's that's why, that's, why I've got, that's why my A plan is the, the, the metal disc. The metal disc that you tap, tap, tap on, tap off. Because I'm going to say the dimmer switches I don't think would work. I, I don't think you can have two dimmer switches in the same room, I don't can think you? you can because one's going to be... One is actually good, it's still going to be on, isn't it? If you've, It would be... I, don't think it, I just don't think it would... No. You couldn't... F- even work. They'd have to be connected to each other so that when you twisted one, the other one would move. It would, it would be impossible. Yeah. yeah, so forget dimmer but switches. I like those. I like those. One of... We've just recently stayed in a friend's house who had... Was like Alexa'd up to the wazoo. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And was like, oh. Alexa, light green. Alexa, uh. light red. And it was like, it was like Black Mirror territory. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, there, is that there is, a, that is anything the worst to do with technology. episode of Black Mirror I've ever watched? <laughs> and I've watched some pretty bad ones. It's a Black Mirror. Yeah. No, the lights are off, mate. The lights are off. If we turn them on, the mirror goes normal. Um, uh, but yeah, no, so I think that's a, it's a good. What do you think of the one with Moriarty in his car? I've never seen see that one. Never seen it. No. <laughs> yeah, it's a real stinker. But when the police, yeah, really bad, some really of, bad one. They're, they're, I mean, they're a very mixed bunch. I like some of them. There's some absolutely beautiful ones. Yeah. but Moriarty in the car is a real bad one. What's yeah, the, what's the problem that. with him in his car? What's he doing? Well, that's the thing. For most of it, you're thinking, "What is he doing?" So I don't want to spoil it for anyone who's not seen ah, okay, it. But sure. at the end, it really is a very basic. One. You know, yeah. you know, just sometimes the moral is just literally technology is bad, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, uh, that is one of those ones. Yeah, and you go, "What the fuck? You got Moriarty for this?" But <laughs> the Alexa is Moriarty hot is... priest. Yeah, 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 Andrew Scott. Yeah. Do you think he's hot priest now rather than Moriarty? Yeah, good point. Yeah, he maybe should be. I've seen him in both roles. The thing is, he's such a chameleon, he's such a good actor that uh, you don't really think, yeah, you, you kind of think they're two different people. So, but in this one, he was doing his best with what he well, yeah. with what he was given. You know, he, he he must have looked at that script and gone, this is neither a Moriarty or a hot priest, this role. Well, he's never I become reckon, a car bloke, I reckon what's he? happened is, he said, yes to the, he said yes to Black Mirror and then the script's arrived and he's gone. Yes. Oh. oh. Like, yeah. I, I bet that's the etiquette. Do you yeah. want Black Mirror? You'd be like, yes. It lands on your doorstep and it's like a bag of revels. You read yeah. it and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, and that, the you know, you can't one. go back now and go, is there any chance I could not be in this one? Because you're going to go, why? What's wrong with that one? They're all works yeah. of genius. And you're like, yeah, sorry, Brookie. You're right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies. I guess I'll do this one. It's hard, you know it, I'm yeah. hot priest, right? You know I'm hot well, priest. I'm I was Moriarty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm hot priest off sneeze bag. Come on, mate. Hot Moriarty. <laughs> That's what I think of him as. There you go. Hot Moriarty. 
I think the Alexa thing would work as well with the light switches. Yeah. It takes out the romanticism. I think there's, there's something romantic about a light switch. Oh, my I, God. What well, there is, nah, isn't there? I'm, I'm willing to listen to this. But, but, yeah, but, there is. But Alexa can change the colour, and there's obviously the, the different... You know, Alexa can, can dim the lights, and you can say, you know, Alexa, um, magenta, 75%, you know? Mm. That's... Would it be very sexy if you were ever like turning? Because like like Parry says, maybe you turn off the lights just before some intimate times. Mm-hmm. Yes. But maybe you don't want to ask Alexa Say to turn the lights name off. Before you don't want to, th- yeah. you don't, especially not Alexa Magenta seventy two percent. Ugh, is that not? That's no, I know what does it for. Not doing anything for you guys. I really got an ASMR off myself for that. I quite liked it. I was. There we go. Turn my light switch on. What you do? What you do? The position. You've got to program Alexa with like a code word where it's like, when I say this word, you know what to do. Magenta seventy two percent. Play. You know whatever it is that gets you going. You say you go into the room and you go Alexa. 72% magenta and your partner goes nope <laughs> <laughs> we both have Alexa to decide when it's 72% magenta right <laughs> you may think it's 72% magenta it is it's it's 0% d- black mirror is what it is yeah you're sleeping in the car full black mirror. Um, this is more like a black mirror episode yeah. now yeah, yeah. yeah. and then yeah, Alexa right would get it. a mind of its own and start changing the lights you know for what Alexa the, decides when you, yeah. yeah, you do you do it when she's in the mood when she wants to see it. Yeah, Alexa's oh, like yeah. turns it magenta. Yeah. Alexa, and these stop. couples are like no. sex slaves to Alexa. Yeah, it's like Alexa let us out, and she's like, not until you've done seventy two percent magenta. <laughs> and it's actually a metaphor for porn addiction. Oh, and, exactly. uh, Wait, because that's, that, that's an internet that. thing. Uh, no. Oh, cool. <laughs> but like, uh, and then uh, Alexa is like really just addicted to watching this couple bang. Yeah. And it's like okay. constantly making them do it. Totally. And it's like, yeah. And there would be like a side plot with the, with one of the members of the couple is like, is a, is a, also a porn addict. And Alexa's like copying the guy. Uh, the lesson. It's learned yeah. behavior from a porn addict. Because it's Alexa has obviously, no. it'd, be, it'd be like, Alexa, show me more porn. You know? And, yeah. And Alexa's Alexa kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, Alexa starts liking it. And Alexa becomes sentient and starts like jizzing off little Alexas or something. Right. This is a chance to, this is like hot priest redemption. We've got to get him on the phone. We're yeah. casting him in this for our own, our own series. Yeah. I don't know what we're called. I mean, well, our, our, own, our own black. Beef Mirror. The Beef, beef mirror. mirror. The Beef Oh my God. Beef yeah. Mirror is a good. Beef Mirror. Bad name. Beef it's Mirror. Good. I like it. It's like a sexy black mirror. Yeah. It's always well, about no, porn all, addiction. Not all the episodes are sexy. <laughs> Every episode's about porn addiction. Every episode is basically mostly people shagging under in the half light. Yeah. Can't we? It's yeah, poorly can lit we? pornography and we're calling it beef mirror. <laughs> Great. Right, beef, solved. Yeah. beef solved. Yeah. Beef solved. Hold on, sorting out your beef. Beef solved. <laughs> Right, so almost at the end of the show, but James, do you have a beef that you would like us to solve? There's no hand over here, so if you've got a beef you'd like us us to solve that you think we could? I do. Yeah. I'm afraid I thought that this worked in like a cyclical thing, so I thought my beef would be solved by your first guest. Oh, that's lovely, um, actually. That's a really that's nice what idea. I thought was that's why I gave you this particular beef. I'll give it should, to you should anyway. We, should we text Ed and see if he wants to come back? Sure. I'll text, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll text him. I mean, you know, he, do, he normally doesn't respond to my texts. 
So, I, know, I know that he's eating a chicken. Yeah. He won't so, be in the middle of his roast yeah, chicken. Do you, want, do you want to come back? Uh, Acaster's playing up. <laughs> yeah. Come back for my beef. I've texted him. We'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, but start us off with the beef in case he, uh, it, I mean, in case he leaves Acaster us on Acaster is right. That is, that is the nice way to do it. That is it? the nice way to do it. But then the show would never end, wouldn't it? I mean, also, it's, 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 a, it's a dodgy booking to go, right, you're coming on at the start, you've got to wait for an hour and a half and then come on at the end. Yeah, yeah that's but true. You've got um, him in with Gamble. I'm eating a roast chicken you've got, you've and got he his knows ear. that. Yeah. I've got his ear, I think. <laughs> he's, not, he's not coming back. It's not, as he said, I'm no. eating a roast chicken and he knows that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that's how he talks about me now, like I'm a naughty little boy. I'm eating a roast chicken and he knows that. <laughs> he, he also said he did a terrible shit and he can't stop thinking about it. Feel free to bring that up. <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, I, 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 I texted Ed about that. Yeah. In what way was it terrible? I said, "Well, it just—it was just sudden. I, I was here it's waiting. Sudden. You were talking to Athena, and then my body went. Everything needs to go right now. I was like, oh shit! I've got like five minutes. I was like, I run to the toilet, and then it really exploded out of my ass. And I was like, this is, this is really bad. I gotta gotta finish this and clean up in time to get back on Pappy's. It's gonna be in my head. This is gonna be in my head." And I texted Ed when I was when I got back here, saying, oh, it's in my head, Ed. I'm going to be thinking about this awful shit I just had. And now he's uh, used that against me. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's got me. Yeah, and no, I think he's gone back to his chicken now. So sorry about that. Yeah, he probably has. But you know, now, thanks to him bringing it up, he's going to be thinking about this awful shit that I had. While, while he's eating his chicken, chicken. So exactly. He's yeah. ruined his own meal. Sounds like he already was. Uh, um, oh, yeah, he's just, he's just texted me all in caps lock, I'm eating my dinner. Okay, fair enough. But uh, for for next time, thanks for helping us work out the kinks in the format. For next time, we'll have the yes. first guest, someone slightly more amenable than uh, than Gamble. Um, Always happy to. Um, It'll be you, James. It'll be you. Your, yeah, you've made a rod yeah. for your own back. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to stick around. You you come yeah. on as the first guest, then you've got a good ninety minutes to do a terrible shit, and you can come back <laughs> sweating have with a, a towel around your waist. <laughs> Complete right. change of clothes. Well, we'll 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 be uh, we'll we'll attempt to solve the beef. Nevertheless, what okay. what's the beef? I do cook-alongs with my mum mm-hmm. every now and again, oh. and um, she makes this amazing ice cream called peanut butter slice cream with her own uh, peanut butter slice, which is basically homemade Reese's peanut butter cups in ice cream. And I told my friend Ed about it. And um, I told him that I was doing a peanut butter slice cream cook-along with my mum. And he asked if he could come along and do it as well. And she sent us the ingredients in advance. And we were told to bring condensed milk. And my friend Ed ignored that and bought evaporated milk instead. And really just disrespected my mother by doing that. It really upset her, I think. She felt like she'd wasted her time. And uh, then he he kept telling her that it would be fine. and very patronising to her. And then... uh, (laughs) He basically afterwards said that the peanut butter slice cream was absolutely rock solid and he couldn't get it to thaw out and melt at all. And he had to eat it like blocks of ice because it wouldn't it wouldn't go soft after it had been in the freezer. Um, so I guess my 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 beef is like, how do I convince my friend Ed to maybe admit to my mother that he did make a mistake rather than continually telling her that she that she was worrying about nothing and ga- basically gaslighting my mother into thinking that there wasn't a problem when there was. I'd like my friend Ed to be honest with my mum so that she doesn't lose confidence in doing cook-alongs with people. So just to get the full picture, yeah, he has never said any... So he explained to you what a, what a hash he'd made of the meal after it came out of the uh, yes. after it came out of the, the freezer. But he's never said... It's not on a, on, a, like, it's not on a WhatsApp group which you're all on. He's not explained this. Yeah. So as far as she knows, 
He was very rude to her. He went off. He suffered the consequences, but she is still dealing with the the PTSD of him mm, yes. giving her a, 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 the tongue lashing. He's not acknowledged that it was a mistake to her, and I think she's lost her confidence when it comes to doing cook-alongs with people because she feels disrespected. How oh. about we we all now try and send Ed a text message to make him apologise to your mum? I mean... What, all the ha- listeners? Ha- <laughs> <laughs> we dox we doc gamble. Turn up, yeah, his number up. He, told, he told everyone I had a shit. I'll happily read his number up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know about that. Um, I didn't know there was a difference between condensed and evaporated milk, and certainly not what, enough of a difference for it to affect your ice cream. So yes. has, Ed, has Ed got a point? No, because... Uh, <laughs> Obviously, there is a difference, and, I, and I'm going to say wrong. this to you, Parry. The, cl- the clue is very much in the name of both of them, uh, <laughs> the difference between the products, and uh, they do different things. So, you know, the condensed milk makes it nice, so it freezes in the freezer, but then it comes out and it softens like ice cream would normally do. The evaporated milk just binds it all together extra time. And so he said he had, he had it out of the freezer for 45 minutes, and it was still like a block of ice. So that's what that's what we're talking here. He had to eat them in blocks, like blocks of ice. He said they still tasted nice, but he would have preferred some nice creamy ice cream, which uh, <laughs> do, do, he didn't get. Do you think your mum yeah. is so shell-shocked from this experience that she's not going to do... She, if you said, oh, let's do another cook-along with, with Ed... She would she she would say no no way no no way am I going I back. I think she in. would say no. I think she would say oh no. He'll just make fun of me again, and he won't listen to me about the ingredients. And then he'll and then he'll just make fun of me when he's making the wrong thing. I right. I won't, don't want to do it with Ed anymore. I know what to do. Ed has got to do. A, you've got to persuade Ed to do a cook along. So like say for example tonight you go. By the way, mate, your roast chicken sounded delicious. Yeah. And I'm, I've always struggled with roast chickens. Do you mind if we do a cook-along next Sunday where you talk me through your roast chicken? Great. And then when he logs on to Zoom, you're like, oh, my mom's here, by the way. And she's like, I've got a goose. And he's like, oh, no, no, it doesn't work with a goose. And she's like, yeah, Ed, goose is a chicken. And like yeah. he's like, no, no, because we're roasting this chicken. And it's like, no, Ed. And then like she's yeah. like battering this goose against the wall yeah. and shit. And like Ed's freaking out. And then it's like, well, how do you like it? Yeah, just every every like possible that. ingredient. He's like, oh, this is the bit where you you, you you slice up the onion. And she goes, well, I've got some Lego. Everything, just like whatever. Just yeah. nothing. No, <laughs> no, no like to a goose. No like for like, exactly. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Can you imagine she's, if she, she's it. making she, Lego filled goose. I mean, she's slightly punishing herself because then she has to go, <laughs> this tastes disgusting. Well, but you've met my dad and you know that he will eat everything. <laughs> so that is absolutely fine. As long as she sprinkles a little sugar on that goose, we're fine. Can you imagine condensed that, milk on the top, yeah. That is yum, like yum, yum. the best creation ever. He, actually, to spite Ed, she comes up with like the best. If we go George's Marvelous Medicine on it and actually yeah. it turns out to, be, to have sort of magical powers, all of these, these things goose. together. She could become the next Heston Blumenthal. You know, in the way... I made George's Marvellous Medicine when I was a kid. I th- yeah. How did it turn out in real life? Uh, don't know, because we couldn't... Uh, the person who we tried to trick into drinking it, my father, <laughs> outwitted us. And, uh, if you'd put some whipped cream on the top, he would have he drunk the entire thing. <laughs> yeah, then we, we would have lured him in. But it said it was this, like... It was... Well, it didn't help that we made it in. Me and my friend, who was called George, that's why we did it, made it in um, an old tube that used to contain bubble mixture. So it clearly wasn't an actual legit drink. It still had, like, you know, the sticker on it. And we just put everything 
as many things from the book as we could find in there. We got told right. off for trying to get my dad to do a shot of bleach. In there. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't try it ourselves. I think that's a great solution to the... I think more of the beef solution should be essentially revenge. Yeah, yeah I think, exactly. That's I think it. that's the best way to... I hope that one day in my life I get to take revenge on someone don't you you know what they say revenge is the dish best served by cooking deliberately the wrong ingredients <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and if that doesn't work James there's yeah. always face off yeah yeah of, yeah of course there's always the face in this off situation option. who's doing the face off though? well you get Ed's face and apologise and apologise to your mum <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah I think that's what it has to be. <laughs> that, that would be great yeah I could do that and then you get to like walk into you get to go on XFM and be like oh I'm a dickhead oh and, and yeah. Gamble will be at home being like no stop doing that <laughs> yeah, yeah love face there, God. Oh, still not hey, still not listening to the show have you, you Tom <laughs> <laughs> His catchphrase I'll warm the dickhead. <laughs> In Josh Whittacombe's oh, voice. What's it? Ah, oh, one of us likes, really loves the band Queen, and the other one is from Wales. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. that's what we've that's been that's trying out. Well, it worked for the last guys. Um, yeah. uh, James, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, guys, and thank you for solving my beef. It's been a, it's so helpful. It's been a total pleasure. Good luck with the cleanup operation. Yeah. Good luck with. Let revenge, me tell man. you. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Your body's taking revenge on itself, really, isn't it? <laughs> it has, preemptively. It's like, how's this for a beef? <laughs> so bad. Oh. I'm going to send Ed a little, uh, little, some choice words over text message. I think it has to be done. Um, yeah. Cheers. See you very soon. And uh, See you guys. See you later. Bye. Enjoy your bye. thicket, Clarky. Oh, cheers, mate. Can't wait. What a, what a prez. <laughs> um well there we go okay that was you okay. know what that was pretty good i enjoyed that as the first the first ever um pappy's flat share beef brothers cold cut sausage link it's nice to iron out some kinks in the format as we do as it. we're doing it but you know what that's what we've been doing for the last past 10 years isn't it iron out the kinks in the exactly. format and one day we'll we'll get an entirely kink free show um but no kink shaming <laughs> obviously um so uh thanks very much if you uh if you enjoyed uh if you enjoyed this uh, no thanks if you didn't. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> Thank you to all Thanks them. if you enjoyed thanks it. Thanks if you enjoyed it. Up yours if you didn't. Um, don't forget, if you've got a beef you'd like us to solve, then beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com is the address to, to go to. And our next guest is Mae Martin. So if you've got a beef you'd like her to solve, uh, then please, um, uh, please do get in touch uh, straight away. It should be a very, very good one, that one. Um, mm. Right, all that remains is say uh, cheers, guys. Cheers, yes, everyone. Bye. So there you go. Yeah. What? First things first. What a great lineup, uh, Crossbow. Strong. Really, really strong guests there, and some newcomers to the Flatshare family. And I'm sure it won't be the last uh, we hear of a bunch of them. I'd like to get them back for all yeah. of our other formats. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, if they'd agree to that, fine. Um, yeah, really, really good yeah. to have have some some old some old friends and some new friends there. And uh, yeah, really, really fun. Um, it was only I think. Let me see if I can find this message now. But it was only a a couple of days later that um <laughs> i got a message on monday morning so we did we recorded it on sunday sunday night yeah uh, i got a message on on monday uh from ed gamble saying if i didn't give lou a beef how are the sausages linked 
because she gave me a beef. Why did I even have to come up with a beef? I don't think you understand sausages. And I had to text him, ah, yeah, I fucked up. (laughs) I got it wrong. I was so excited to tell him about Lou not understanding the concept of beefs that I myself didn't understand the concept of our own show. Well, you don't understand the concept of sausages. I mean, no more damning feedback th- th- than that, really, from one of our headline guests, <laughs> from one of the one of the top foodies of the podcast world. <laughs> we, tell we, me, we, this is tried, this is us. Yeah, this is us. We've been trying to get on off off, off menu. You think we'd be a shoe in? We've been trying for absolutely years. I think the sh- you know the ship has sailed now. First yeah. series they were getting their mates in. Their last guest was Martin Freeman. And we've just proved that we don't understand the concept we of very basic food stuff. Sausages. So, let's be honest. What, what they were looking for a concrete got? reason not to book us, and I think we've given it to them. <laughs> um, but yeah, great, really great guests, uh, all of them. And I think here's the thing: the reason you get such great guests is because you say to people for a flat chest stand down, "Do you want to come and do a two-hour show?" And they go, "No." <laughs> but if you say, "Do you want to do ten minutes in a two-hour show?" They say, "Yes." However, yes. how are we going to book that first guest to get them to, to and say, come and do 10 minutes at the start, wait 90 minutes, then come and do 10 minutes at the end. It's going to be a hard book in that one. It's going to yes, be hard but- to find that uh, it's a particular kind of sucker who's will- willing to do that. It's not someone who's, who's, <laughs> who's, you know, who's got a roast chicken in the oven. Um, so if you enjoyed the show there that was we did record it live with a live audience who watched on YouTube so we'll probably be doing it again so look out for that if you want to be part of like the live recording of it you can actually watch the whole thing unedited unfurl as part of a live event I'm sure we'll be doing it again now that yeah I definitely think format. I definitely think we will it was really fun I loved it yeah. uh, and if you enjoy our output then there is more output available to you if you get to our Patreon um, for just £4 a month. Uh, you get a whole horde of other content. You get uh, our, our exclusive Patreon pa- uh, flat share lockdown episodes. Yes. Oh, yes, there we go. <laughs> That's another title you, get, you have to remember, yeah. You get our flat share jingles as a single. You get to be part of the Patreon community, a whole host of other goodies. Loads of bonus beefs. Um, it's really and also bonus beefs with a bunch of our recent guests as well um, yeah. so that is fun worth going uh, going to uh, and, and actually we've got the whole unedited video up on the Patreon so if you join the Patreon you can watch the whole thing if you missed it it's all up there as part of the price so yeah very exciting I, I'm trying to try new tax as well uh, because last time I, I, I you know I've tried the guilt trip before this is what I'm going to go for yeah. this time I'm going to go for um I, th- I think I need surgery. So, pl- yeah, I think what? I need. I, you know, you know, pl- ha- plastic surgery. It's going to be a, 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 add, add a few inches onto <laughs> the old be, heels. I want to be put on a medieval rack. You know, Cuban heels. Are, it, that isn't surgery. You know, that, I'm going right? to have them. I'm going to have them surgically. Uh, I'm going to have them stitched onto my body. Yeah, it's going to be some of permanent Cuban heels. I'm going to have permanent heels stitched on under the skin. So when you when like the actual Cuban heels will be entirely hollow, it will be actually That's, part of my body. Yeah, yeah, it's not a bad. It's look. a bit like when they say certain stars have like their makeup permanently tattooed onto their face because they're on telly so much. Yes, is that true of Tom Cruise that he's had his Cuban heels kind of? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, part of the. Uh, yeah, uh, that's anyway. why. That's why I'm going. I'm, you know, I'm slowly but surely modelling myself on on Tom Cruise. By the way, have yeah. I talked to you about joining Scientology, Tom? <laughs> no, 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 no. Come no. on, we've got it. By the end of this, by the end of this year, I want us both going clear. 
If it if it does, do you think it'll do wonders for us in the podcast world? I don't know. Who are the big Scientologists, and how are their podcasts doing? Has that's Beck the, got a podcast? The, <laughs> <laughs> These are the kind of questions we deal with over at the Patreon, so get on over there and you'll find out the answers. Patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flat Share. Get yourself over there today. And also, if you if you can't afford to join the Patreon, a lovely review would, would do us the world of good. A five-star review. Uh, if you like and subscribe to our, our podcast, it all works towards the algorithm and helps other people like yourselves find our podcast. And that is even, yeah. very important. And I don't want to put words into your mouth, but, you know, even better than Beck's podcast. That ought to do it, you know, five stars. <laughs> or or even better than a pint of Beck's Vier. Either, either way, <laughs> we'll, just we'll as long as you it. mention Beck or Beck's in it, we'll be happy with that review um right what else is there to say join join us on twitter join us on facebook join us on instagram you know where to find us but most of all have a lovely time and see you next time <laughs> cheers everyone bye, bye. Oh, we should say this episode is produced by McCaution. We always do. That. <laughs> this episode was produced, and what a job, by the way, she did. Um, this was episode because you know it, to be, it was to be it was produced live. Thought. She was, she was producing it live, and well, I mean, she was controlled. Like, I think she was in more she was more in control of the format than we were. Well, what it feels like is being the captain of a cruise ship liner that is still being built at, as it's at sea. And, and having to kind of helm and being like, oh, we still haven't finished the hole yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's been it was being the captain of the Titanic, but the iceberg is in three parts and is on the ship claiming they're the captain. <laughs> now that's a film I'd watch. Oh, it's like a cross between Captain Phillips and Titanic, where the iceberg gets on and goes, yeah, I'm yeah, the captain yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. The icebergs are on the ship. The, the phone calls, iceberg dead ahead. Where did that come from? The call coming from inside the stern um, anyway <laughs> um, anyway it was is the, uh, is the iceberg played by uh, Daniel Stern <laughs> yeah, Not Daniel what, so, no, I could see you were wrapping up and I was like why I could tell it <laughs> was there it was there I had to say it Daniel Stern got, yeah Daniel's, Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci play the icebergs <laughs> it's who's going to defeat them Macaulay Culkin's the captain. Join the patron, please. Anyway, it was produced by Macaulay Culkin. team. <laughs> Hang on, uh, not the film. That film wasn't produced by Macaulay <laughs> <No>. <laughs> It was produced by M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin is the iceberg. <laughs> oh, cheers, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 